I thought you specifically said that you were messaging me that joke because you didn't want it to go on the podcast. Oh, maybe I don't know this joke then. Well, I'm recording if you want to get this on the record. Yeah, I'm recording. Well, should we, shall we, shall we sync? No, no, no. I, I want to hear your hilarious joke. Okay, 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 okay. Well, it's really good. It's a, it's a little song. It's just kind of, I, I've, uh, I've given up my career as a Minecraft parody artist and I think I'm moving into a uh, Kyle XY parody. Um, so oh, this is one, no. this is one I've made up that I think you'll like. Uh, it goes oh like this. These jocks are made for hopping and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these jocks are gonna make you say goo. And you're sure you want that to be on the podcast? I think it would be funny. You don't think that's funny? I mean, I think it... See... Tell me, tell me, tell me yes or no, was it funny? Yes or no? Yes, it was funny. Period. And that's the end of it. Kylex, hi! You're listening to Kylex, We haven't even synced yet. (laughs) Sometimes I want to do it. But you never let me. <laughs> You've literally never asked. I I asked on Jurgen it, and then you said no. I get to I I intro. I always do, and it would be weird if you started. Yeah, so, and I'm right. No, and I stand why by don't that. We take, and I also d- stand by that you've never asked. Kyle X, hi. You're listening to Kyle X Y, the only podcast about Kyle X Y ABC Family TV series 2008 or ish somewhere around there. I'm Sam, and if you touch my ceviche, I will kill you. <laughs> And I'm Jordan, your Booyah Bay. <laughs> I know, I told you, you often, I you told often you. tell me that I'm going to hate them, and you're always right. I, I, my, uh, my, uh, I've, uh, I've, you know, I used to try to put, come up with nicknames that were funny, but I've put such childish things aside, and now I just pick nicknames that I think will make you personally angry. Right, which is the opposite of childish. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's very uh, very mature of me is to Nothing try to less make my, childish than making my older brother mad on a podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, how's it going, Jordan? It's uh, it's going. You know, I've been having a lot of trouble sleeping, and I've been having the craziest dreams. Oh, do tell. Well. It actually reminds me a lot of an episode of Kyle XY. Uh, Kyle XY season two, episode what seventeen. No. 16? Do you see why I don't let you do this? You don't let me do anything fun. Uh, Season 2 episode, Uh Sam. I literally, the notes that you have in front of you, the file name is the episode number. How is this episode 20? I thought there were, I thought there were 10 episodes, 20 episodes a season. Oh, whatever. Uh, No, it's 23. It's 10, 23, and 10. Okay, I thought it was 10, 20, 10. I don't know why I thought that. This is season 2 episode 20. And it's called Primary Colors. Who's it written by? Me. <laughs> Did you like really? it? Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, you can't. I, you can't put me on the spot. All I. All I. Uh, before the show, folks, I just said, "Wow, Sam." Sometimes I like to start the podcast, and then Sam said, "No," and then he insisted on calling me the special guest of the episode and not letting me be a co-host. And now he's trying to well, be. Well, why would we at- change things now? Well, because, uh, and now he's trying to be spiteful by being like, well, do you know who wrote it? I do. I know the IMDb trivia and all the goofs. You're going to feel so stupid for asking me this question. Yes, that's right. That's this exactly is, what I'm like right this now. Is, uh, this is a big shakeup, the, the big, this beloved series of Kyle XY deserved. And I think it was well needed after the uh, bombshell 
of Kyle uh, curing Andy's uh, what we've we've learned was cancer of the blood. I don't know where we got brain cancer from. Because uh, she kept having headaches. This is season two, episode twenty, primary colors, written by Brian M. Holdman, directed by Peter DeLuise. Here's some fun facts about Peter DeLuise. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking, is he related to Dom DeLuise? Yes, he's his son. Who is Don? Fun De- fact number two who is Don DeLuise. Is that fun fact I know, number dude. two? <laughs> 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 but some people know you may remember me from such shows as huh? i don't know he's famous uh, i don't know i've heard his name i don't know who he is i heard his name fun fact number uh, two deloise's dad fun fact number two uh this guy is like one of the like main directors of the stargate franchise he directed like 50 or so episodes of stargate sg1 hmm i've so heard this, of this, stargate. this guy's got fucking sci-fi directing chops and he's here to show it See, when you said sci-fi, I, I misspelled it in my head, and I was like, we're watching Who Wants to Be a Superhero now? Yes, he directed Mega Snake. He directed Who Wants to Be a Superhero, which I think was something that you talked about on Zero to Zero, was like, what if Snyder Cut was directed by Don DeLuise, um, of Sci-Fi Channel fame. Uh, yes, and that's, that what is if, right. Uh, <laughs> now we're gonna... I, I really didn't like the part of the episode where they dumped bees on Matt Dallas. Not Kyle, but Matt Dallas real. Matt Dallas actor. <laughs> Yes, the the camera pulls back and we see we the see the set boom mics with and the studio the audience as they drag Matt All Dallas right, kicking Matt, and screaming. All right, that's a wrap. <laughs> now let's put him in the B tank, boys. All right, that's a wrap, and this is bees. <laughs> Wait, what? What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing Kyle voice. I don't think Matt Dallas actually. <laughs> I don't think he's like, "Hello there, how are you doing today?" I'm Matt Dallas, and I'm here to talk about. Don't do drugs. It's so don't, dangerous. Don't do drugs. It's so dangerous. It will impact all Ask of your... Ask your priest or rabbi before you show a girl your belly button. For every drug you do, you knock four hours of gestation off of your brain. <laughs> if you don't do drugs for 16 years, you might be as smart as me, Matt Dallas. Kids who don't talk to their parents about gestating are 10% more likely to go to hell when they die. Did you know that every second you gestate is one point of IQ added, and IQ is real, and I believe in it. Did I tell you about the the solitaire ad that I got the other day? Did it say, like, if you don't play solitaire, you go to hell before you die? Yes, but also it said, and I, I see a lot of the, like, where it's like, Play Sudoku and watch your brain age drop as you go, or play, whatever. Play solitaire, my lord. You're but going the, to nut at the end of this one. This one was literally, it was a solitaire app, and it said, like, you know, playing solitaire once a day can increase your IQ by up to 80 points. I don't think that's true. Bust a fat and it, nut in 30 seconds with this game of solitaire. It showed a uh, a game of solitaire, and up at the top it had an IQ meter, <laughs> and it started at 40 points, and each time they made a move, it gained, like, 5 or 10 points, think, and by the end, know, the person had 180 IQ. You know how, like, uh, when you do one of those, like, grip strength games, or pull the thing, and it's like, Whittle baby boy! One point, a whittle cuck. And then it goes up to, like, you are literally fucking... Superman, you are literally fucking. You are. I'm fucking you right now. Put your dick in the machine. Uh, this is like this is solitaire. The bottom, it's like (laughs) Josh, and then at the top, it's like (laughs) Kyle X Y. 
<laughs> if you play enough solitaire, you too one day will, uh, will. Well, that's actually interesting because while we're talking about what if Kyle had brain became cringe what if kyle became cringe what if kyle was useless because he didn't have his big beautiful brain anymore and that's the plot of this episode this is the episode True. this is a. this is have you ever seen lilo and stitch Two? stitch has a glitch because i haven't but no. i assume that i assume this, dom de is in it i think dom de directed it and starred in it and he was the voice of lilo and stitch uh, but I believe that in that episode, Stitch's friends and family get upset because he can't help them with their math homework anymore. That's right. So Kyle is is uh, is he's in his tub room, tub town, and uh, and he's uh, like, you know, wouldn't it be fucked up if you walked around while you were in your sleep? That would be pretty fucked up, wouldn't it be? We and got some he, pretty we got some pretty cool directing right at the top though. Yeah, there's this episode That like shot did of, you, the, did of you, the camera like did slowly you, approaching Kyle in the tub where he's like all centered in his room with the light on him. It was pretty cool. Did you like this episode? I like this episode. I liked it a lot. I like the show the hey, show Kyle, continue, you know. I it. say it every 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 episode that is like good, but the show continues to surprise me as we as we get up until the end of the show and we're what, thirteen episodes away from the last episode of Kyle X Wide? Uh, so pretty weird. wild but like i keep saying oh it's gonna suck somewhere right like it's gonna take a turn and i'm still like i mean we're not out of the woods yet but there's 13 no. episodes left of the whole show and i'm still liking them so yeah i mean well done, it, Kyle. i think that i think that there's been a bit of weaker episodes over the course of this season but it's it's still pretty good every week mid-season mid-season of every like i feel like when you get start of seasons and near the end of seasons is the best and then they always kind of slump down in the middle but like there's a mid-season finale and stuff that usually brings it back up but you know like it's it's a it's bimodal so except it's the opposite of bimodal it it goes Mm. down yeah i don't know if i agree with anything you're saying right now I, i think i think that i'm right um Kyle, Nicole, and Steve, we get, we get a moment where, uh, you close your eyes in this moment, you fantasize about what if I was married to Master Chief Steve, Steve Traeger, uh, because he's just like, Nicole walks into the kitchen, it's nighttime, uh, Steven's in there, he's like, uh, he gives her a box, and there's a bracelet in there, and she's like, oh my god, it's the bracelet I loved from, I saw the art fair, it was so nice, and he's like, yeah, I saved the card so I can get you one, and check this out, it's our anniversary, and I'm gonna cook for you tomorrow, and here's love, a box of I chocolates. I love the way that this happens, that Nicole, she catches him late at night, he's got the bracelet, she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I ruined the surprise, and he's like, well, I've got more surprises up my sleeve, tomorrow I'm making us dinner, and I have these chocolates for dessert. Well, the surprise is oh, that Oh, shit, I ruined the other surprise. The surprise Fuck. is that he fucked with his son's brain. <laughs> yeah, oh, we, we should also mention that when we are in Kyle's room at the very start of the episode, and he's narrating about dreams or whatever the fuck, um... My favorite Minecraft see, YouTuber, man. We get a, a cool, extreme close-up of his eye opening when he's asleep in... His Kylex what? And we do... His, his Kylex eye. Thank you. And we do, we do see that uh, next to his tub, he has a record player... Uh, and he has been listening to hit song She Could Be You. Oh, uh, uh, before we go any deeper, this episode is very She Could Be You centric. And now that it's playing over and over again, oh my god, it sucks. And it's, you're right. You were right. You were right. I thought it was going to be like a one time thing. I was going to be like a one time thing. And it's like, oh, she could be you. 
It's like, that sucks. That doesn't sound like a song written in the 80s, but but it was a one-time thing. And now it's like, this is the She Could Be You episode, and it should be like, She Could Be You, 23, Skadoo. <laughs> uh, and it is. What the that. heck, man? <laughs> Declan, what the heck, man? We haven't sang Declan What the Heck Man in a while. What a revelation that would be if they hear She Could Be You and it's Declan singing it and they're like, Declan, how did you write this song? Time traveling Declan theory confirmed. <gasps> um, so Kyle then sleepwalks, nap walks into the room. Uh, he he goes, I don't know. I, I'm not finished yet. Now, uh, he then pulls out what I believe is a bottle of caramel sauce. And he no, it was a bottle of ketchup. Why would it be a bottle of ketchup? He said he was missing red, Sam. What? He said he didn't. He he keeps making these dots, and and uh, and I will right. say I am colorblind, so maybe I, this is an issue of my eye. But you're colorblind too. Uh, and he goes, I ran out of frequency five one nine three two seven eight seven. Right. Blah, no. Blah, what, blah. what he's saying is I ran out of red in my room. That's why I'm coming out here to get ketchup. Mm, I still yeah. swear to God it was it was car- caramel no, sauce, it, but it, it, it was la- it was labeled ketchup. Uh, well, I'm sorry, that was prank ketchup. <laughs> you ever try <laughs> to pour some ketchup on your fries? Don't do that. But have you ever tried to pour some ketchup on your fries? And ew, yucky! It's caramel sauce. So- oh, I'm out of red. I need ketchup. Oh, does that sound- Kyle, I'm sorry. That- All we have is purple ketchup. Does that sound good? No. What? No. Caramel sauce on fries? Yeah. You fuck. Does that sound good? No. Well, ice cream's good on fries. Chocolate's probably good on fries. It's not. I'm. I, I can't. I, I like it. I. I tried it. I. It's not. It's divisive. I don't know why people. It's yeah, divisive. And it, it should. I ran it out of. Be. It I ran be. out of ketchup. I ran out of ketchup to put on my ice cream sundae. No oh, God. Uh. So. Uh. He. He. He is doing one of his classic tap tap drawings, tap, tap, but with tap, a bottle of ketchup, which ketchup. is very funny. And. Uh, uh, yeah, Laurie, he says, I'm not Nicole, finished yet. Yeah. I ran out of wavelength 640 to 750 nanometers, frequency 480 to 405 terahertz, hex triplet number FF0000. And that, like, you I, know, that Mr. Fucking, Mr. Computer, Mr. Keyboard is like, he's talking about red. Also, the fact that it's a bottle of ketchup. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I got it, Kyle. Uh, uh, Nicole's they, like, let's, let's, let's take our boy back. And he goes, I'm not finished yet. Uh, oh, and also, oh, wait, I, I just read the thing that you, oh, but they walk back to Kyle's room and there's lots of tap, tap drawings, but they're not like photorealistic drawings. They're just like tap, tap dots in red, blue, and green. Those are the primary co- colors I remember. <gasps> just I like re- the name of the episode. Just like the name of, of the episode. episode. And, 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 and foreshadowing folks, what, what, can you make with primary colors all the other colors or something are so maybe so so nicole says like okay kyle time to go to sleep and he's like but i have to put them in order my brain's all normal right now she says no kyle sleep now and he says okay Okay, and then he wakes up the next morning and And the fucking walls are are there's just and oh wait oh yeah they were they were already cut yeah they were already there we're doing great yeah the walls are absolutely covered we are both we are both silly kyle this week we are sleepwalking through this episode. Yeah. So Kyle wakes up and he's looking at all of those drawings and Nicole's like, oh, well, this was so... Nicole's the worst therapist. I'm sorry. We're going to take that title away from Ken Fields and give it to Nicole. No, you don't. You fucking dare. 
Sorry, I was being hyperbolic. I don't Thank mean that. Thank you. Nicole's, Nicole's, not a great, like, Nicole's not a great therapist, but but Ken Fields, Ricky Underwood said, I hate my wife, and Ken Fields did not tell him to get out of that relationship, so fuck you. What the yeah, fuck is Ken Fields threatened to physically attack his patient. <laughs> I'll anyway, kick your ass. Uh, so uh, Nicole is like, Listen, well, man. you know, Kyle, sleepwalking can be a symptom of stress. So you're probably stressed out uh, between everything with Amanda and Adam and Jesse. You need to simplify your relationships. What is is she telling? Is she telling Kyle to like break up with Amanda and kill Jesse? Because I mean, I do agree. He should do both of those things. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I don't know why. So you know what? I take it back. She's right. Yeah. Why are you saying that uh, that she's being a bad? She's doing a bad job. I don't know what this thing with Adam is. Adam. But like, what what is her advice? Just like. Oh, Kyle, you seem stressed tell, out about the, the, the various truth. relationships you have in your life. You should probably cut people like, out of your life. Cut them out. <laughs> I do think that That's Kyle should advice. cut. I think that Kyle should cut Jesse out of his life. She's a toxic presence. She's right. I mean, that's true. That's true. You know what? Nicole is right. She didn't say. I would say in most simplify. situations, this is bad advice. In she this situation, say, she's right. She didn't say simplify. Amanda and Adam and Jesse. She said simplify your life and how and he's stressed out about these three people. One of those problems affects the other two. Jesse bothers Amanda and also Adam Balin tells Kyle to be epic and help Jesse. So if so he no should Jesse, go get in a hole. He should definitely put Jesse in a hole. Yes. Um, so we go to the rack, obviously, and uh, Hillary and Declan and Lori are all uh, running up to Kyle. Here's the uh, thing about like, this episode. So, so the premise for this episode, not to get ahead of ourselves too, too much, but in this episode, Kyle's brain is, is, is on the fritz and he's not able to do all the wonderful and dare I say remarkable things that we know and love Kyle for. And unfortunately for Kyle, uh, he is surrounded by lots of people who want to use his extraordinary remarkable brain for their own personal reasons. Hillary, Declan, Lori, Josh, uh, Stephen, even. Stephen, even. Haha. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy. She's like, oh, Andy, cure my cancer, cure my cancer again. Come on. Uh, but the moral I don't of care this. That you're busy. <laughs> the moral of this episode is not what I thought it would be, which was. Like, don't ask Kyle, don't like Kyle for who he is and not what he can do for you. That is never, like, addressed in this episode. Uh, The the thing, Kyle likes it also. He likes that he helps everyone. Which is, um, I mean, that's fine. That's like, fine. He, like, it's he, good it's, if that's what he wants, but but that yeah. doesn't that doesn't reflect well on the people who are close to him. Uh, no. Kyle, but Josh when, is, when has anything ever? Josh wins the award for the worst shirt that he's worn since I have a huge... Minivan? Megafun. What does that mean, Joshua? I like riding in my cool minivan with my mom. Yeah. <laughs> Jossum, don't you have like a cool epic shitty car that you love? What is minivan? I like when my mom takes me to the library in her my minivan. Mom, my mom lets me watch Shrek in the minivan on the my DVD player. My mom's minivan has a built-in DVD player so I can watch Shark Tale. When my mom drives in the minivan, it goes beep, beep, and I love it. When my mom takes me for a ride in the in her minivan... <laughs> I get to watch my favorite movie. Bye bye Birdie. Bye bye Birdie. I love to watch Bye Bye Birdie in the back of the minivan. Yeah, that's what all Josh's shirt says all of those things. Josh says, back off everyone. I won the coin toss for Kyle's brain. You know how you do a four-way coin toss? A classic four-way to- coin toss with a twist. Did you notice that Josh is wearing a ska boy checkerboard belt? Well, he's always he's always skanking every day. Have we never yeah. mentioned that? That's how he walks. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, oh, add that onto your vision of this show. He's going. Josh is going all over the place. Oh, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Pick it up. 
<laughs> so he needs Kyle's help to study. And There's then placement exams coming up. Four? Or is he trying to get into, like, honors? Placement. Boy, good boy class? Um, Just general placement. Declan is like, I don't want to go to summer school, Kyle. I, if I, I'm, I'm bad at, I'm failing all my classes except for, uh... Do they put you in summer school if you don't do well on placement exams? No, Declan is the one who's going to get put into summer school. Josh wants to do well on his placement exams. No, but Declan has placement exams coming up. Yeah, they all do. uh, Well, Hillary has her own unique problem, which is she was so busy looking at how hot Mr. Callahan's giant JoJo tire shoulders were. That could have been been the title of the episode. Hillary has her own unique problem. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh she's in this episode by the way for more than 30 seconds but the episode doesn't suck shit which is impressive um yeah. and uh, she's like, so yeah josh says josh is like i need help with placement exams declan's like Declan i need says, help i need I, to go on a cool i also adventure. need help with placement exams and i don't want to go to summer school hillary says is there a callahan, Mr. callahan? So fucking hot he has gigantic basketball size shoulders his crow's feet and i want to look at his gravestone when he dies in a few years <laughs> and that's why i'm failing trig because i'm fantasizing Lori, about them trying hey, to lower him Lori, into his grave because he's so old so but they can't fit his big big shoulders into the grave <laughs> i need to give him a custom casket where the shoulders have their own little rooms uh, Lori doesn't need help with homework because she needs help writing the famous. I'm going to get him a, a pear shaped casket, but not in the way you're thinking. <laughs> he looks like the Chad meme guy, and that is so fucking hot, and I can't wait to see what his skeleton looks like after he decomposes. Uh, Lori needs help writing the famous prom theme song. I love this, that Lori's like, Lori goes up to Kyle and he's like, oh, do you need help with your exams too? And she's like, no, I'm, I'm normal and good, but I'm I just do writing need... the good old prom theme song. She says, I need your mental thesaurus for the prom theme song. Con- Lori, literally just get a thesaurus. Also, prom theme song. You have song. a phone. What is the, <laughs> the prom theme song? Look, I didn't go to prom. I don't know, but I'm assuming there's no such thing as a prom theme song contest. Falling in love, going to prom is such prom an easy theme thing to song do. Contest. Kylex Y wiki. Uh, yeah, this is not a <laughs> not a thing. They, the, why does it need to be the theme song? Why can't it just be like they're doing a contest and whoever wins gets to play a song at prom? Boom. Easy. Why is it the theme song? Here we are at prom. We are all here to dance. We're at the prom. I'm ninja running. My name is Naruto. I'm going to the prom. <laughs> Josh Trigger. He's really cool. <laughs> Lori Trigger. She's beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> here we are at the Beachwood prom. Beachwood prom. It's the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> you need that Trigger mental thesaurus fan. here we stand <laughs> you, if you give us ten dollars you can be a part of the Traeger or five dollars you can be a part of the Traeger clan no what's ten dollars it is ten dollars <laughs> don't lie to people patreon.com <laughs> so Amanda says uh, good news Kyle I convinced my mom to let you tutor me for placement exams I don't really need the help I just want to hang out with you today and don't and trust me I know my mom, and I can sense a thaw coming. No. She's going to ThawCon. Kyle says, what's ThawCon? And then she goes, ThawCon these nuts! It's a convention for people who like to melt ice with a blowtorch. <laughs> uh, so then Kyle's like, 
Well, what if I tell Carol that I really appreciate the study session as a symbol of her trust in me, and that I hope that over a time you'll uh, give me the great honor of asking your wonderful daughter to go on a, on a date and eat some salted potato chip crisps with me. And then Amanda's like, this is going to be so great. My mom's going to fucking love that. And then smash cut to Carol just like, I'm angry and I don't know Cutting why. Cutting Kyle apart with a chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Kyle uh, thinks that, oh, it's going to be hard to simplify my life because everyone I care about needs my help so badly and I don't want to disappoint them. And then he gets a call from Steven who says, Kyle, my boy obeys. My boy obeys. You can't. You're not supposed to be able to cut this shit with a knife. And then my Kyle's souffle. Like, Kyle's like, my spinach puffs. And Kyle's like, I don't know how to cook. And then Steven says, I'm your dad. You can cook. I've decided. I have the manual. I have the... <laughs> Kyle read the whole manual. He does say that. He's like, I have the cookbook with the yeah. recipe. You'll be fine. Yeah, that is true. I mean, that is true. Um, oh, this part sucks. De- hey, Lori hey, folks, is look. trying to write her song. Declan says, Ooh, oh, just tap Lori in, your, in your girl because all girls are talented songwriters. All girls write songs about... All girls write songs about going to the prom. Yeah. Uh, so Kyle brings Declan a study guide that he made for him. He's like, I personalized it for you. Cross-reference between your syllabus and state exams and blah, 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 blah. And then Lori's like, wait, before you go, Kyle, (laughs) this is awful. This is awful. So ridiculous. This is awful. She's like, what rhymes with corsage? Lori is literally writing a theme song. Like, it's not just a song. It's literally a theme song. Put on your corsage. corsage. I'm gonna go to the garage. And I'm on my way to prom. <laughs> and then Kyle's like, there are 12 words that rhyme with corsage. Garage, fromage. Oh, he didn't say fromage, did he? Kyle, no. now that's how we know that his brain isn't working. And I got my corsage, only and do fromage. fromage. <laughs> and then he's like, garage, mirage, fromage. I can't think. I see. I'm not Kyle. I can't think of them. And then he goes, "Uh, I don't know. There's only four, I guess." Uh, uh-oh. She's like, "Well, that's a start." And then Kyle walks away. He bumps into a chair, and they're like, "Whoa, that Whoa, means Kyle everything. would never bump into a chair." <laughs> And then Lori picks her guitar anything? back up, and she says, "Oh my God, it's a corsage, Declan. What the heck, man? <laughs> a breaking neck, Sucks. So Kyle then is like, "Josh, I've made you a personalized study guide. Now it's bio with a focus on human analogy." And then Josh goes, anatomy. You are an idiot." And then. Kyle, Kyle then hears someone humming something uh, uh, humming like, a song huh? from the 1980s and it's Jesse and she's humming she could mm-hmm. be you and Kyle's like well that's weird what she's all I the way on the other side of the rack but I can hear her like right in my ear why that's like, so well, weird maybe you're hear... using your special ear powers and he's like I only can do that when I'm trying I'm not trying right now what the heck is going on here Josh, Josh is like, like I well care. I don't give a shit about you so we'll see you at the study group four o'clock I was like, wait, four o'clock? That's when I'm supposed to kiss Amanda. He turns around to tell Josh that. Hi, Kyle. Hi, I'm Jessie. still alive. They Hi, haven't Jessie. killed me just yet, Kyle. Hi, Are you Jessie. ready? Jesse is kind of funny, Jesse, in this episode, though. Yeah, a little bit. A little, little bit. bit. He, little bit. Kyle, Kyle asked her, why was she, how was she humming so loudly? Like, was she projecting it to him somehow? She says, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. You seem weird today. Kyle says, okay. We go to Traeger U, and... Lori is like, hey, 
you're a guitar god, as we all yeah, know. You made me feel can, like shit with your talent. Can you play my, my song? Here's my song. Can you play it so I can hear it outside my own head? He and starts like, playing, but she's like, that's not my that's song. Famous that's famous 1980 song Kylex Y. From the 80s. She could be you. Do you ever feel all alone? So he uh, he's like, oh, yeah, sorry. This oh, is sorry, this yeah, other just... song that I've had stuck in my head. <sighs> This rules, though. Steven, Kyle goes down to the kitchen to help Steven cook. This was really funny, and I thought it was going to be a very different kind of funny, but it wasn't. Kyle grabs uh, Kyle grabs what I what I thought was an avocado, but it was a lime, <laughs> and he cuts it's it a open. Small, it's a it's small, a small avocado, it's a small, a.k.a. a lime. It's a small, infertile, non-pregnant avocado. And he's, he goes to he's juicing a Kylex lime into and a, a bowl. And bowl just starts, like, sliding around because he's using his good brain powers. I love this, though, because at, when the bowl starts sliding around, like, Steven has his back turned and he's, like, talking to Kyle. Huh? Huh? And I was like, oh, no. He's gonna Dobby drop a cake on his Yeah, Kyle's gonna accidentally, like, get the mess. lime juice in Steven's eyes or dick or something. Oh, I but, got oh I got lime juice in my, my eye the other night. That's no good. That's no fun. And the... And the uh, the bowl is like sliding all over the place. Kyle can't control it, and then Steven turns around. And he's just like, "Oh, thanks, Kyle." Yeah, <laughs> and he uh, just picks up the Sam, bowl. Do you know what I said when I got lime juice in my eye? Nothing, because I was at Ow. work. But 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 I should have said. Gah! That's probably what I would say Gah! if I got lime juice in my eye. Um, Josh goes. God, I yeah, hate him. Yeah. Josh goes into Nicole's office, and she's she's looking at his cool epic pictures that he's been drawing, but they're not as epic as the normal ones, which is a sign that something's wrong. Right. And Kyle and Josh goes, uh, mom, look at this study guide that Kyle made for me with lots of love with his own two hands just for me. Every single answer is wrong. My special brother, I hate him now. He's no good anymore. We need to get another one. Can Jesse yes, be my he, sister? He tells her, Kyle got all of these answers wrong. Nicole's like, but this is basic high school science. And Josh is like... Yeah, Kyle's been weird today. He bumped into a chair, which he never does. What did he and call I'm starting, Kyle? I'm starting to get worried. And she's like, well, it's it's nice that you're worried about him. And he's like, I'm not. I'm worried for myself. Dude, he literally says, and much. I quote, I told everyone to come over so Kyle can help us study. But what good is he now? He's the idiot king of stupid town. Just to remind all of our listeners that the Star Traeger Award uh, disappears like it doesn't reflect out outside oh, no. the episode oh no, no, no don't don't get it twisted um no, that is not genuinely, on his permanent record i'm genuinely surprised that josh didn't say a, one of his favorite slurs again in this episode i was like waiting for it the whole time uh but he didn't say oh, it god um, only for the pilot that thank was, you thank you special they were like, josh. Let's, let's really show them let's, uh what they give, can expect from this show <laughs> let's give josh star trigger for not saying that word again <laughs> thank no. you special boy but, yeah like what a fucking asshole i hate him Literally, so much Oh, we haven't even said the worst part of this is that Nicole is like, well, maybe you can just study on your own for once. And Josh is like, no, I know what to do. I'll call Jesse. I'll call Jesse to take his place. Literally, like, Kyle has one off day and within minutes, Josh is like, okay, well, Kyle is no longer my brother. Are you an alien? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like, remember, remember a few episodes when they were like, oh, I don't know what Kyle and he's like. Guys, what are you saying? He's our brother. He He's your right son. There. How could you talk about him? And then the second <laughs> Kyle, Kyle is bye. not useful to him, he's like, fuck that piece of shit. I hate Kyle again. 
uh, doorbell, doorbell happens, door knock happens, Kyle shows up, um, uh, Carol is here with Amanda, Kyle instinctively starts hissing like a snake like he did in the first episode. <laughs> he disarms her and pushes her in the pool. Uh, yeah, God, I wish. Um, and uh, Carol's mom is like, now Amanda, if you don't get another- Amanda's mom? Who is Carol? What? Yeah, Carol You said says, Carol's mom. Carol's mom, Amanda's grandma, shows up and she says, I'm oh, nice gonna, to meet you. Uh, hello, I'm, I'm, I don't know, I'm British, but I am, goodbye. <laughs> and then Carol says, I'm g- now, do you have any pianos for me to sell? Now, Amanda, if you don't pass your test, no water for a week. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and then Kyle is uh, like, Kyle is like, I, Mrs. Bloom, m'lady, tips his hat. I am honored by the trust of you and your loving and the trusting, and I would love to go and eat salted potato crisps with your daughter, with your giraffe. Yeah, he, he says his giraffe. whole thing about trust and earning a date, but he ends it with a date with your giraffe. I was like, so, Ooh. Sam, I was so fucking worried that Kyle was going to talk about, like, and your daughter gives me a big boner and I want to kiss her, but... That's, I was really afraid that that was where this was going. So I was very happy when he just called Amanda a giraffe. <laughs> Perhaps we could go on a date to Ligma. Wait, what am I saying? Josh told me what sex is. It's when two people kiss their butts together. I want to <laughs> so, do that with Amanda. So like, Carol uh, is just like, well, anyway, I do call uh, Amanda- her a giraffe often. I don't know how he figured that out. I'll be back for dinner. If you don't come back in time for dinner, no more food or water for a week. Yeah. Uh, so Kyle tells Amanda about Josh's study group, and she's like, well, it's fine, like, I, I'm happy I to get to, to hang out with you, even if we're in a funny group. Uh, and Stephen calls Kyle into the More kitchen. More cooking he says, problems! He says, Kyle, my sauce, it's too runny! And Kyle says, oh, I'll, I, I got it, here, don't worry, I'll, I'll do this. And Nicole and Stephen watch as Kyle, uh, pours a mysterious substance into the into the sauce. Pours like, like uh, yeah, pours like barkeep's friend or something in there. He, well, yeah, he says like, oh, what? Uh, it says that flour can thicken the ro- the sauce. And like that's you not were gonna flour. say you were gonna say rue. I heard I heard it in your mouth. I heard you say rue. Piece of no, shit. I was looking. I was looking at the word runny. I'm sorry. Oh, I thought you're. <laughs> Kyle's like we first. We need to make a rue, and then he he. Uh, I don't know. I got nothing here. I got no rue. Re- <laughs> I got rue. I got no rue related humor for you. This on this fine, on this fine day. Uh, so so they they look at what Kyle's pouring and it's like scrubbing powder. He's pouring like Ajax into the sauce. Whoop, yummy. It adds Zing. flavor. Uh, so and then Nicole Steven, says, and then Steven's you should like, go lie down for yeah, a while. Steven's like, can we talk in private? Uh, if Kyle can't help me with cooking, I just he's he's a king of stupid town. I don't want Jesse, do you need to be adopted? Jesse, do you need do you need a dad? I Brian Taylor kind of sucks shit, doesn't he? No, um, they they would never. Yeah, uh, no, they would never. So just, yeah, just yeah uh, Nicole's like Kyle, you go lie down. I'll tell Amanda that you're just resting and that you didn't sleep well last night. So Kyle goes yeah. to his room. He's in tub. He puts on she could be you, and then he he like he's he's just at his like desk. Now? I thought this was I thought this was pretty cool the way they did this because yeah, Kyle, Kyle's like sitting at his desk. We hear the song playing, Shake and and, <laughs> and it's like an extreme close up on his face, like slowly zooming in, and then he closes his eyes. And the second his eyes close, the music stops, and we hear Nicole knocking on his door. And he's like, "Whoa, what?" And he opens his eyes, and more dot drawings are cu- oh all over the walls. Jesus Christ, Kyle, what are you doing? And Nicole comes in, and she's and he's, he's like, "I don't know where they came from. I just closed my eyes for a second. And she's like, 
It's been an hour. Kyle, you, Kyle. you've been in here for like an hour now. And he's like, and he's what? Like, oh, and he looks at the stress. record player and he sees Uh-oh. that the song is over. And he's like, what? what? Um, Jesse is here. Amanda's not loving that, obviously. If only Kyle would explain. Why. If only Kyle would explain who Jesse is and why she has to be around. Nope. Uh, none of that in this episode, by the way. Amanda, of course, does not ask any questions to Kyle. Jesse, uh, oh yeah, you said funny Jesse. I forgot that she, for this scene, she's, she's not, not at all funny, funny Jesse, no, where she's like, she... hey, so it turns, I guess Kyle's really letting you all down today. Yeah, Kyle but don't worry, because I'm smarter I'll be your, than him. I'll be your sister and brother and daughter. I'll be your sister and so daughter. So that was, that was very Kyle. cool. I'll kill Kyle. Um, uh, I'm joining LKK. Um, Amanda goes uh, to the epic bathtub room where Kyle is the bathroom. Uh, Kyle's like, oh, I'm so sorry for falling asleep. We were supposed to spend time together. And then she says, it's fine. And you're, t- you're tired. Um, so Nicole, so Amanda has just been sitting, sitting there, like in the living waiting. room, just like sitting with Josh well, she for has, an hour she, now. She's just been talking to Josh, Josh, Jossam and Jesse, her two favorite people. I, I guess so. Hey, Amanda, well, no, Jesse just got here. You're Epic Christian. Uh, so... Yeah, Kyle says, uh, like, oh, Joy well, you'll be fine. Like, Jesse can help you more than I can right now. And Amanda's like, can you not talk about Jesse right now, please? Yeah, then she, like, starts giving I him I do a... still hate her, and she yeah. hates me. And you won't explain why you keep spending time with her, even though it makes me very uncomfortable. Here, I'll give you a shoulder rub uh, to make me... If I give you a shoulder rub, it'll distract me from the from the beeping noise that happens whenever I start thinking about asking you a question. <laughs> Foss Maybe if I rub if I rub your shoulders, they'll get larger. Like Sam, Stevens. it's been so many episodes since we've seen Tom Foss. It's devastating. I miss him so much. I miss Tom how can, Foss. How can how can I live without him? He's got to come back. He's he's got to come, come back, back. But Sam, we're thirteen episodes out from having no more Tom Foss forever. Well, we're, he better appear in every episode from he now better, on. We then. better get our money's worth with with Tom Foss. He better show up. He better get hurt once per episode. He better kill one person per episode. Uh, and he better say Gagu, or I'm I'm gonna be very sad. Do you ever think about how he killed Kern in the woods, and we know that he killed him in the woods because we've seen him kill Kern, and right then and there he dissolved his body with quicklime and he left a skeleton on, there. He, yeah, he had it on hand. Um, he also killed a random guy, and it was never brought up. It doesn't um, matter. So we cut to Josh, who's doing twenty push-ups. Oh, Jesse this is, is punishing him Yukako because he fucked Yamagiri. up. Is what she's, this is. That, that is kind of who she is. I've realized this whole time is she's just Yukako from JoJo Part Four. Sorry for referencing JoJo again, because she's like, if you don't, she says like, name the six muscles that control the eye vision, and then uh, Josh is like, <laughs> oh, the medieval rectus, and she says it's medial rectus. Eat this and fucking she stapler. She yeah, she makes him eat his own poo poo or whatever. Pee pee and poo poo, and then he has to do more push ups. And then Josh is like, This rules, I'm gonna get shredded. Um, <laughs> Hillary, Hillary is here, and she's like, It's boy sandwich, I'm the meat in this two dude sandwich. And I was like, Who's the second dude? And Declan walks in, Hey, you got D, you got big D in the house. And then, uh, oh, god damn it, it's Mark, 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 Mark. Ladies spin and gentlemen, brand, spin brand. <laughs> Uh, and then he walks in. Hello, I'm DJ Spinbrand. I'm DJ Spinbrand. Here's my new song. I'm, God Hi, only I'm knows DJ Spinbrand. I'm, <laughs> I'm my mom's favorite son. I'm a good boy. And then he sees Lori and he says, hey there, high school girl. 
Hey, they're, I love the they're like, like it's so much worse. Insult in this episode. banter is so bad. It, it got it's so like, much worse in this episode. Oh, did you find a bargain basement DJ? Oh, uh, you you I'm looking at one right now. Well, you better get your eyes checked. You you're one to talk four eyes. Uh, we never really find out why he's here. We like we kind also, of yeah. do, but not really. He's he's doing something for Steven, but also he's here to be creepy at a teenage girl. Um, yeah, so Steven, so Declan yeah. and Hillary like give Lori a look of did you know that Mark is your love interest in late season two? And she says, What are you giving me <laughs> a look give of? Lori I don't look, know. They give Lori a look of do you know that this relationship is a crime? Uh so Jesse says, Hey, welcome to the study group, and then Josh like looks Uh-oh. up from his push-ups and he's like, Help me. And they're like, We're all gonna not study, actually, we decided, it turns out. Um so Stephen is like, Thanks for helping me out with I thought I genuinely for a second thought that Stephen was calling Mark over to help with dinner. <laughs> Mark, I heard you're a master of uh, Bordelais sauce. He, well, uh, not a master, but they do call me the the DJ Spin Bordelais. This was so weird also because he like gives Mark a bag of I think tools maybe. Computer. And he's like, he "Oh, gave thanks him for a bag coming." Of code. Normally I would ask Kyle for help with mechanical problems, but his brain is broken right now for for weird reasons. And Mark says, that's okay. What? Anyway, uh, I'll have I'll have them back to you tomorrow. And he takes the bag that we don't actually see what's in it. I Whatever. He's here. It doesn't matter why It's full here. of computer. It's full of ones and zeros and bleeps and bloops and bits <gasps> and bytes. And he says, oh, can I use the bathroom first? And Steven says, yeah, it's upstairs. We only have one bathroom and it's upstairs. You know, like a normal house. I don't believe that there's only one bathroom in this house. Well, Steven, well, in that case, Steven says, oh, go use the bathroom so, so that please, please uh, you can cross with paths with Lori. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, oh, my God. Okay. Uh, so then Hillary walks in and she's and Mr. She's like, Traeger, your ceviche looks great and your shoulders are fucking gigantic. Steven, I'm obsessed with the fact that you will die before I will. <laughs> um, he tells her uh, what a tough day he's had trying to cook. Can she I says... This? She says, oh, don't worry about it. It took me three or four tries okay. before I even got into the French Provençal Cuisine ballpark. I don't, I don't understand Hillary. I don't, like, like I don't, the whole, like, oh, I like to make glazed Cornish game ham with a side of polenta and a bed of nails. And then it's like, <laughs> French Provençal Cuisine, make me some TV. It's just like. This is really just, this is just really who she is now. I mean, I guess I like that more than I'm fabulous. I do, I do like it. I do yeah, like it's, it. It's, it's more, it's more like, she's much more likable when she's in cooking mode. Cause yeah. that's like a productive skill that, uh, that doesn't hurt people's feelings. It makes people yeah. happy. So, so she's going to help. Says like, oh, what were you planning on studying today? She says, uh, Trig, I'd give you the lowdown on Mr. Callahan and his massive shoulders, but we're not friends like that yet. That, that one, that is, li- she actually, yeah. that is verbatim yeah, for the record. She literally says that. She says that All she will talk. All the hot male teachers in this universe have Stardust Crusader shoulders. She's going to talk to her, her, her new friend, Master Chief, about how much she wants to fuck Mr. Uh, yeah, she says, Callahan. I'm going to turn you from Master Chief to Master Chef. That fucking rules, Sam. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. Also, for the record, I keep having to remind myself that Steven is not the voice actor for Master Chief. He's the mocap actor, actor for Master yes. Chief. So he, he doesn't have Master Chief's voice. He has Master Chief's body. He yeah, I did like watch like a little like making of Halo documentary and I saw him in his mocap suit like walking around with a gun and it was very cool. That's really good. <laughs> You're so cool, Steven. 
It's so badass. So Steven says, well, check this out. I was actually a double major in my undergrad time. This is the most, this is the most, this man is the most educated. He loves education so much. He literally True. cannot stop being at a college. That's his Can't problem. Can't stop learning. He's, he, he is it. truly Kyle's father. And he's like, he's like, well, I'll, he's like, well, if you help me with Treg, I'll help you in the kitchen. <laughs> I thought you were saying I'm that Stephen says that. Uh, yeah. It's good to talk. It's good to like reach them this on their level. This is why talking to Hillary voice. Yeah, when you talk to T. Well, you know what, Hillary? I actually majored in applied mathematics and maybe you can help me in the kitchen if I help you with Treg. Egg. This salad sounds kind of wild. It's a yeah. She says tomato maybe it would and your shaved... meal would be would benefit from a tomato orange and shaved fennel salad with frizzled leeks. Is it getting a little too cinema sinsy when Stephen says sounds great deal and then he turns around to pull the tomato orange shaved fennel and leeks out of the fridge that I guess he had the whole time? <laughs> like like is that is that too nitpicky? Oh, good news! I was just frizzling <laughs> my leeks before you got here. <laughs> Josh, are you frizzling your leak in there? No, grapefruit. No, I would never. <laughs> uh, I can't. Who like, told like, you I'm frizzling my leaks? <laughs> I'm like trying to imagine these flavors together, and I don't know about that, but okay. Um, oh yeah, I I did want to mention. I put this in my notes. Thank you, me, because I almost forgot to bring it up. The this scene is one of a couple scenes in this episode that are just like so Fire Emblem support <laughs> conversation. Like, you played Three Houses, yeah? Yeah. You, But you never played Fates, I don't think. No. Fates is the Fire Emblem game where almost every conversation that any characters have with each other is about cooking and learning to cook and being good or bad at cooking. <sighs> and I was having just massive Fire Emblem Fates flashbacks. It was very stressful. But <laughs> she, yeah, it's, it's, it's very much like that, that thing of like, I am good at this, but bad at this. I am bad at this, but good at this. Oh my god, what if we work together? C-rank unlocked. (laughs) (laughs) Cleaning the library. (laughs) A flash of light. And then it goes... I don't remember the lyrics. They go go upstairs to Laura and she's like, I've got got my song written. Oh, how I just love the promise. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of that... um, yeah, she's uh she Lori is upstairs. She she the prom song that she uh, she's like playing for Declan and she goes and we'll have the time of our lives. And it's it just kind like, of sounded like it was in a minor key, which yeah. was weird. I hate going to the prom. And it we'll really have sucks. the time of our lives. I'm thinking about how hot my teacher is. I'm going <laughs> to play this at his funeral, which is going to be before mine. So so Declan says, uh, oh, it's really, really good. And she's like, you're being a friend. I need honest criticism. And friends, hey, friends. there's Mark, who is a he's, famous DJ. He's a DJ. Mark. He understands the art of, of composition and lyricism. He writes mashup. No he offense to Mark. Mashup, he makes yeah, no mashup offense to mashup creators. Like, I like, love That's an talk. incredible talent. Uh, but I don't think that, like, Mark sits down and he says, like, well, your lyrics were cash- catchy, but your your composition is... You need to brush up on your theory. Mark, you make remixes, my guy. You ma- mash up two songs. You don't do the you don't do that part. 
You do a different <laughs> right. thing. Other people do that part, which he is not to her, say that what you do isn't her, impressive no, and good, yeah, because it is. Her, her fingering is a mess, and it's like, my dude, you do all your stuff on a computer. What are you talking about? Don't tell her to use the home row keys. Man, you know who else's fingering was a mess? Mike Soupy. Mike he Soupy, had all those warts on his hands. Mike's, <laughs> Mike Soupy, convicted child molester Michael Soupy. God. Um, <laughs> The character, the character. No, the guy, the composer. Not the real Kyle, guy, the composer character. Of, composer of Kyle XY and convicted child molester no, Michael Soupy. It's not. It's not true. <laughs> then this why is, did they this say This is it? literally slander. <laughs> Good. Let let him come to me. Let no. me be let me beat you, Michael. It was, it was a really weird joke in the pilot. That's all. It was, okay. it was a really weird joke, and as we all know, humor isn't funny unless it's based on truth. Oh my god. If, it's not if, true. If Lori was like, I can't believe that Michael Soupy uh, took a leap of faith and d- ascended off the Stop cliff saying on the back of editing the sound in. On the back of a Pegasus, I'd be like, that's not funny. That makes no sense. But when Lori says a uh, convicted pedophile and Kyle XY composer Michael Soupy's hand cover co- was covered in warts when you put it down my pants, I say, not true. Oh, Michael Soupy is a bad person. Not true. Not true. Not true. Not just true. For, just for laughs. This is parody. This is fair so use. So he. He said he's like saying this stuff like, "Oh, the composition is bad. Your fingering is a mess." Declan says, "Hey, back off, you son of a Lori's bitch!" Like, no, I like it because I like Mark and I like that he's older than me. And yeah, then Lori, Mark's like, Mark's he's like, gonna die before me. Shoulders <laughs> the huge. only there are two fetishes in Kyle X Y. There's there's piss pants and age play. No, uh, so, Wrong Ky- so but in the other way. Mark says, like, oh, your chord progression is incredibly basic derivative pop shit, and you need to push yourself. Hey, excuse says, me, okay. Lori, I've got a really epic video to show you. It's Axis of Awesome four-chord song. This will really <laughs> teach you something about composition. So Amanda uh, and Kyle walk in on Jesse, who is holding a biology textbook to Josh while so he, he does can, like, crunches on at, the yeah, floor. He's like, so he can, like, look at... Th- th- I hate this this fucking bullshit trope. Uh, because it makes no sense, because, like, as you're doing crunch, you'd be like, oh, oh, down. You'd forget what you're reading as you're reading. You'd have to find your place with every crunch. Makes no sense. TV yeah. tropes, take this one down. I'll take crunch this out never works. Doesn't work. Um, Kyle, Kyle says, hey, yeah. Jesse, I need to talk to you. Amanda can hold the book for Josh. Dude, and Amanda says, funny I Jesse, have no problem with Jesse you talking is, to Jesse in the other room. That's perfectly fine with me. No character gets less screen time than funny Jesse, because now Kyle is like, uh, he's like, please do the thing we do where you read read my mind and she's like why because you're so ordinary you fucking pussy cringe and then kyle's like no seriously please and they grab 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 hams and amanda and amanda's walks in just and watching says, in yeah, the other room i and we can't just hear, believe beep, yeah <laughs> yeah beep, beep. you just hear so, boss being like don't do it don't do it amanda. don't do <laughs> I it i must not ask questions uh so jesse is like no kyle you have to try and he's like i am trying and she's like your brain is fucking broken you loser when does she She's... call him me- when does she call him mediocre because that's she doesn't even call him mediocre she just says mediocre yeah I don't that remember. comes it's, later i think but it's it... in my notes somewhere yeah. but she she says like uh you did you you made me promise not to push myself but i think that you pushed yourself and you broke your brain in the process and then the doorbell rings yeah and andy is here this is my favorite scene in the episode because she comes in she gives kyle a big old hug and she says like uh she says you're the best for giving me that hug when i really needed it because guess what everybody i'm in remission uh josh does a very authentic little boy shrieker goes ah i can't do it because i'm not a little boy but he goes he like screams like uh, <laughs> yeah she says josh i'm officially in remission and josh goes 
<laughs> but it's like a slow-mo so like, add that to your vision of josh slow-mo hug hugging happy scene montage yeah andy hugs all of the characters that she's never spoken with she's like hillary come here we're well, best i mean friends. she she literally i think she literally like goes up to, Declan, to jesse or someone heck, and she's man? like i don't know who you are but here's a hug for you too uh i did like as the hug montage is happening you can see jesse's face and she's like uh uh which i kind of liked uh but yeah there's and and a reminder to everyone that we're getting a heartfelt hugging montage about a character being in remission very a very powerful very emotional moment on any tv show and the reason it's happening is because kyle gave her a hug and removed the cancer from her blood with leukemia i guess she had i think Uh, i i don't know why it took us so long to get that but yeah um, they 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 never bothered saying it because they're like oh we don't want to get too specific i, I mean they don't why. even say leukemia in this i don't know why but uh i keep thinking that this is like the bruno mars because you're amazing <laughs> <laughs> just the way you that's looking the for of something dumb to do <laughs> Hey, baby, I think I want to go to prom with you. And then Mark's like, that's too many syllables, Lori. Try again. Oh, shit. I was going to make a really funny joke. Damn it. Oh, shit. I was going to make a joke on the episode where when Andy is hugging all the people, there's a, it, it turns to Kyle and he goes, booyah, that's the kizzle dizzle. And then that would have been really funny, but I forgot Well, we'll to see. It. Maybe maybe I'll edit this <laughs> into that part. Ah. <sighs> Um, Jesse, so Jesse drags Kyle to his room and she's like, did you cure her? her? And he's like, there's no way I I couldn't possibly. And she's like, well, and, w- what she says is, and I quote, Andy's cancer was blood related, manipulating blood cells to heal a cut. That's not far off from what you'd have to do. No, I think it's very far off from what you'd have to do. <laughs> First of all. Okay, we yeah. So Jesse, I love, I love on the show. I guess she, knows I love, how to cure blood cancer. She yeah, but she but she what she literally tells Kyle is like, you need a lot of practice before you could do something like that, kiddo. Um, she also mentions that like Kyle discovers this through his emotional triggers because it was like an emotional hug moment, and he did it with a hug because he's a very special boy. And as yeah. she's talking to Kyle, uh, we get like a funny like uh, this is something that would happen in like Invader Zim or something where it's just a montage of loud, irritating noises, and like Josh is like, "Hey, Kyle, no, check that's out this- later." Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'll save my joke. I'll save my joke for later. I'll bring it okay. back. I, I look forward to uh, thinking about Invader Zim. Okay. Uh, so she, yeah, she's talking, and there's, yeah, as, at a certain point, her her voice gets like really loud in Kyle's head, and he gets a, a head ouch. She says, uh, "Why are you always trying to deny what we're capable of?" And Kyle's like, "Stop yelling, please!" And she's like, "I'm not gah, yelling. I'm talking." Gah, goo. Uh, and then Jesse's like, "We're so much more than chefs and study boys." You, you understand that it's not just, and then Kyle says, but I just want to make my family happy. That's all I care about. And then Jesse says, mediocre. And then you wouldn't understand. She just says mediocre, period. And I just can't get over that. Um, yeah, Kyle, I, I think yeah. he said he says something about like, that's, that's the person I want to be or something. And she says, mediocre. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, this, she says, this was she weird. Says, You're Kyle facetious. is like. You you wouldn't understand, and Jesse says, "No, you're right. I wouldn't." And she like storms out, and Kyle's like, "Wait, Jesse, I'm sorry." Because and I don't Sam, know. Because I don't know Kyle, what. Because Kyle wants to make his friends and family happy, and what things does Jesse not have? You idiot. 
She has no friends and she has no family. She doesn't care about that, though. But I think she, the whole thing was, Sam, they gave Manacorp literally to make Jesse happy, put memories where she was in the Traeger family. That's like half of her character is that she wants to be in the Traeger Right, but she clearly doesn't give a shit about that anymore because the, the people that she hangs out with, she is really like unpleasant to them and she seems to relish in the fact that they hate her yeah i never said that i never said that she wasn't a bad person i just said that she's a bad person who wants to be the traeger family which would make her fit right in with their shitty kids but she doesn't seem to actually want that anymore no but she does she just wants a shitty family to be mean to well then maybe she needs to adjust her fucking behavior yeah she should no she maybe they should just kill her they should put her in the ground um Andy and Kyle uh, are doing kisses and... No, uh-uh. Huh? You said oh. Kyle. <laughs> no! No! Hey, that would be less of an age gap between than Andy and Josh, I think. God. Um, so Andy and Josh are kissing. Yeah, Kyle is cheating. Andy is cheating on Josh with his cooler brother. No. Andy just, and- just think how good this is going to heal you. <laughs> I'm going to give you uncancer. Your, your cells will never divide again. You'll be in permanent stasis. Don't you want that? Uh, Andy's yeah, like, kissing norm- Josh. Normally they say like, oh, this is, uh, this is benign, but your body, your whole body is going to be benevolent when I'm done kissing <laughs> it. This uh, is I was going to make a joke that said there's something remarkable about this humor, but we did that last week. Uh, Jesse's, uh, no, Andy's like, I gotta go. My mom's having a celebratory dinner. It, it sounded like a kind of a terrible night from what I remember. I don't know why Cracker Barrel is in my mind. I don't think that they were going to Cracker Barrel. but no, I think nobody said Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I know they didn't say it, but I felt it. My moms are taking me to Cracker Barrel <laughs> is what she said. And then uh, I thought it was really funny because Andy then says, or Josh says, uh, I guess I'll have to replace my I'm with Cancer Girl shirt. And I thought that was really funny because they put the the – Andy giving Josh the Cancer Girl shirt in the previous on specifically yeah. so he could yeah. reference it as a joke. Like, like this boy is so special that his jokes deserve us a fucking reference on the previously on to contextualize I like that he says better. he's going to have to replace it. As it, like, I'm, I'm not just going to have to get yeah, rid gonna, of it. I need to I'm, replace it. I need to get I'm a shirt that says that I'm not no cancer. with I'm with remission girl. I'm with, yeah, my, my girl has no cancer. And they'd be like, wow, good for you, asshole. What the fuck is wrong with you? And he's like, no, it's really meaningful. Uh, uh, we, we go to the kitchen. Declan is like, hey, I'm leaving. Uh, he says something like, Mark is helping Lori with her song, and I think that's bad. Steven's like, wow, I didn't know that Mark is an epic songwriter. Steven, and Declan says, no, Steven he's bad. Took me, Steven took me, uh, took way, like, he took a big plummet, because right at the beginning of the episode, I was like, God, I wish Steven was my husband. God, I wish he would give me chocolate and cook, cook for me and give me the bracelet we saw at the art fair. And then he's like, like, cause what happens is then he's like, Kyle, help me. I, I lied about cooking. I need your help. And that was like, okay, well, that's fine. He, he's A for effort, Steven. I really appreciate you putting that effort in, trying to do something romantic. That's really nice. And then Declan is like, uh, yeah, she's with Mark. And then Hillary does this bullshit where he's like, first on season one, it was all about Lecklin. And now Mark is getting in the way. Oh my god, snarky Mark's a hottie in dork's clothing, but Lori has no idea their aggro flirting is thinly disguised sexual tension. And then what Steven hears is, oh, my daughter is, there's a a, a college-aged man who's my TA who's making sexual advances toward my daughter, and he's in, he's initially, like, upset about hearing about this, and then he just instantly forgets it for no reason and never mentions it for the rest of the episode. And I just didn't like that, Steven. Well, that's the thing, though, is I don't think Steve. Once he again, literally doesn't to do seem to this... understand what her slang means. 
And she's, she's like, he's like, wait, tension. what are you talking about? And she uh, says, what? oh, nothing. <laughs> Master Chief doesn't know what sexual tension is because whenever he gets aroused, the, his suit just jerks him off for him. So it's not canon. <laughs> but like, Stephen. Once again, I am not, this is nothing to do with Lori. This is a conversation that Steven needs to have with Mark that it, uh, ideally involves lots of hitting. Uh, but, but I mean, I, that's the, that's the thing that why is does like, he not care? I still am not convinced that Mark How is flirting is with Lori. But every time he sees her, he's like, ooh, you're in, co- you're in high school, grapefruit. Right, because he's, he's in grad school and he sees her and he's like, oh God, I have to interact with a fucking child. That's not his tone though. That's never been his tone. But I don't think the tone is flirty either. I think that we're just supposed to think that it's flirty because it's like TV show convention. Okay, but here, here's the thing. that Once again, regardless of... I'm sorry if I'm trying to character assassinate our favorite character of Mark the fucking DJ boy. Even if Mark is just like, hey, I was just trying to be nice to my boss's daughter. I still think that Steven should... If, if Steven is like, hey, I this is an adult boy, adult man boy uh, flirting with my teenage daughter. I should probably like fucking talk to him about not doing that. Uh, I just think he should. It's not okay. It's a oh, bad I mean, age gap. I, he, it's, he should it's definitely wrong. have the conversation. Yeah, and I don't but understand I, why he seems to have no problem with it. Because <laughs> once again, he hears this, he goes, huh? And then he never brings it up for the rest of the episode. Well, uh, I, if I'm remembering correctly, he literally didn't understand what she was saying because she was saying see, stuff like aggro flirting. What I thought was like, Stephen was like, huh? What? And then he just kind of tries to push it to the back of his brain. Mm. I don't understand well, what you're saying. I guess we'll see what happens. Well, Josh walks in and he says, I fucking love ceviche! He says, Dan, good news make Josh hungry. God, and Steven so says, and I quote, my favorite line of the episode. It's such a good Son, line. Son, I'm happier for you than I've ever been. But if you touch my ceviche, I will kill you. He is, he, that delivery is, the way he delivers it is just so perfect. It's so funny. Um, it's so good. It's just, it's he, so. He it's pulls out a, a gravity hammer. It's such a Steven, like Steven, once again, great TV dad. Uh, and he just, when you pull something out like that, perfectly funny and also in character for something that I think Stephen would say. Um, uh, but I also think that I love the, the up and down roller coaster of Josh, where in one episode he's like, Andy, I'm going to do right by you by becoming an epic doctor. Good news, Joshy Hungry! <laughs> Where's the food for my belly? <laughs> I like the way that you said that. Like, <laughs> good news, everyone. I'm hungry. Joshy Hungry, feed Josh, grapefruit, booby boobies. <laughs> feed me grapefruit, please. <laughs> You know what? That reminds me. It's been a while since we've seen any spicy toddlers. Yeah, they well, they you say a quite while, a few they say a while. Now. They say a while. It was like four episodes ago that Kyle and, and Amanda were on their date at the rack, and and Lori had some on a silver platter on a bed of polenta. With that's one hundred times longer than it's ever been. That's true, but you know that at the end of the night, Nicole, my beloved wife, on our twentieth anniversary, I've got you. The best gift that a man can give a woman he loves. Some Nate brand sour candies. Oh, Steven, are... Wait, are these the extreme flavor you shouldn't have? <gasps> oh, I've my been, God. I've, That's right, Nicole. 20th anniversary is the extreme flavor. <laughs> <anniversary>. <laughs> Our extreme anniversary. <laughs> okay, so... First, your uh, marriage is sour, then it's sweet, then it's gone. <laughs> oh, oh. No. So, Amanda uh walks in yeah this was i was confused by my notes because i was like wait amanda asks if kyle is okay neither of them are here no amanda walks into the room uh, and she says is kyle okay and then kyle walks into the room and says yes 
And then he's not. But uh, one more thing about while I'm just talking about how much I think Steven is a great TV dad. I'm really glad that, uh, first of all, it's been a while since we've seen Emily Hollandaise, which is great. I don't, uh, I was worried that she was trying to maintain a presence on the show when she asked Jesse to come work with her. But I'm also who? glad that Steven didn't cheat on his wife. With, with who? Emily Hollandaise. I don't. Oh, Holl- like the sauce that he's trying to make? No, I don't Emily think he's Hollandaise. cheating on his wife with the sauce no, that he's Emily making, No, Emily Hollandaise Jordan. was... Um, imagine a woman who's a girl boss with a uh, 50s movie kissing hair. That sucks. Yeah, and she doesn't care about cool cables, and she also doesn't like unions. I uh, hate this character. Yeah, she uh, sucks. I, 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 <laughs> I'm now thinking about the idea that Steven is making <laughs> making a sauce for their anniversary, and he's like, check it out, it's Hollandaise, and she's like... You son of a bitch. (laughs) It's dinner time. You wouldn't have hollandaise at a dinner. I know. It's, but also her name's not hollandaise. It's a funny comedy joke. This is where, this is, uh, Hillary leaves the scene to go, I don't know, fucking watch Lost. Watch the Lost Marathon. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And this is where the invaders I'm guessing on the island shuffle. (laughs) I got cast on a new TV show. I got cast on Lost. I'm playing a character named Nikki. I'm very excited. (laughs) (laughs) That's not, that's not a cat, that's, that's, Hillary's actress did not play Nikki, I just think it's funny if she did. <laughs> I can't wait to see what they do with my character. <laughs> I'm hoping uh, that whatever they do with my character will be a good solution for our Jesse problem. <laughs> you want them to bury Jesse alive? I didn't Sam. say that. Hillary Sam. said that. Uh, so, so this is where the like funny invaders. It's not funny, but it's actually kind of a good scene. But I was just thinking of like this is something that would happen on Invader Zim of just like a bunch of really loud, annoying noises. Like, uh, but it, like Josh is just like, "Hey, Kyle, check out this balloon!" And then he just starts dropping, and Steven's like chopping onions. And, and then there's, like, he's stirring, oh, Steven, he's stirring a nonstick pan with a metal spoon. Steven! Steven! You're gonna poison your fucking family! Hillary, come back, please! You're gonna kill them all! They're gonna take one bite of your food and drop dead on the spot! At least bring Jesse here if you're gonna do that! At least Kyle's sauce had Ajax powder to clean you out it's on the a, it's inside. It's okay, if, if, they get, if they get any carcinogens in their diet, Kyle will take care of it. <laughs> so uh yeah kyle is hearing all these <laughs> what if loud the Traeger sounds family, what if the traeger family all start just smoking cigarettes all the time because they know that kyle can deal Whoa, with it there's nothing that can bring me down now you can't tell me that it's gonna give me cancer because it simply won't because kyle's like, here. i'm sorry josh i could only cure people who only... i have an emotional connection no, with like he can andy only cure, she seems he, nice he can only cure blood can blood related cancers <laughs> so all cancers are blood related. You have blood everything. In you. Everything's got blood in it. Yeah. So even the sauce, Kyle. No. Uh, oh, this part's so, so epic. I love this. So Kyle is getting a headache from the clattering of the plates and the chopping of the onions, etc., etc. And Kyle's like, ah, ooh, ah, ee, goo, ga, ga, goo, ga, goo. Uh, so Amanda and Nicole are like, Kyle, are you having ouch head? And he says, I'm having ouch head. And then uh, the bowl of Lime juice or whatever <laughs> goes flying, please. knocking over a container of vegetable oil. This is oil. like the fucking cartoon roller skate trip on a roller skate bit that we always do on this show. Except for real. Except for real. And it's, it's the vegetable oil or like high proof alcohol, I guess. <laughs> the, I, <laughs> honey, you like what I put? You like what I put uh, uh, Everclear in the sauce, right? 
Yes, Stephen. I, I so do it, it lands on the up. burner on the stove, and everything catches, on, catches fire. on fire. I thought and... for just a beautiful moment that there was going to be a plot where the whole house burns down, and the Traegers had to get a new house just for a second. Nah. But no, Stephen puts it out. That yeah, he puts it out with another bit. It actually wasn't that bad. No. Uh, Amanda, by the way, saw all of this happen. So I'm curious if she has any opinion about the fact that a bull went flying. I, I think must not ask questions. I must nothing... not ask questions. I must not ask questions. <laughs> Kyle, good job. Goodbye. I gotta. Go. And then yeah. And then immediately after, Amanda's like, I gotta. Go. I gotta go back home. She um, goes home, and her mom is like, "What happened?" She says, "Oh, Kyle's not feeling well." She sits down at her piano and she starts playing "She Could Be You," and Carol is like, "Oh my God, I haven't heard that song in forever. How do you could know be you that by song?" Jason Mraz from the 1980s. <laughs> And she says, uh, Kyle needed me to play it once. I think it might help him now because he loves when I play for him. And Carol is just like, huh, that's a lot of weird shit that you just said. That Kyle can hear you playing right now. That he yeah, needed you to think play about this that, huh? for him. Nope. Uh, Kyle is in Tubtown and he's listening to She Could Be You, the hit song uh, by Bruno Speci- He is listening to Amanda playing it. Yeah, he can hear it. He's just like, I'm... I don't understand. I hope that answers are on the way. And then the doorbell rings and, and answers Answer are here. Hi, I'm answers. It's Adam Balin. Hi, I'm answer Balin. I mean, Adam Balin. <laughs> answer Balin. I'm exposition boy. And Steven, it's, it's so weird for Adam Balin to be in their house. And, uh, I oh, do yeah. love they uh, Nicole does say like, whoa, the resemblance. And I'm like, yeah, actually. Yeah. He does kind of look like Kyle. Cinema sin. Hmm? Uh-oh. Nicole is like, oh my god, like, we've heard a lot about you, but Kyle didn't tell us how much you look alike. Don't the know? reason that they found out about Adam Balin in the first place was that they saw a picture of some grad students and they right. said, oh my god, that looks exactly like Kyle. <laughs> uh, so Adam goes to Kyle's tub room. I love seeing Adam Balin in the tub room. Uh, and he's looking at all the big dots on the walls and... Kyle, Kyle is like, uh, Kyle's like, you warned me not to push yourself. I never would have tried to heal Andy's cancer, but I didn't do it on purpose. I love the way that, that he's like, I would never do that. Yeah, he, I would never cure someone's cancer. Even if I knew that I could, I wouldn't. <laughs> it's not fair. It's like, it's Adam, like, a, it's like, it, it's just, you know, if I have the power to cure every illness, I can't get them all. So I won't do it for anyone. That's right. Adam basically says, like, well, you know, Kyle, it's it's conceivable that someday you might be able to use your mind to affect another that person's is so physiology, sinister. but it, that is it's so really sinister. unlikely that you'd be able to do that right now, so that you probably so didn't sinister, even do that Sam. anyway. The fact that he's like, one day you'll be able to do whatever you want to people. Uh, like, 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 I, I know, I know, I, we love Kyle. I know he would never do anything wrong with his powers, like on purpose. But like, Kyle could fucking rend a person if he wanted. Josh is to. like being really obnoxious, and Kyle's like, "Oh, get out of my room!" I'm gonna and remove Josh all is the like, blood from your "No, body. I'm not getting out of your." Uh, uh, and just uh, all of the blood just gets I'm sucked out. My pants. <laughs> no, no, he can only control blood, so he sucks all the blood out and puts it in a cup. Next to Josh. Well, the the large intestine has blood vessels running right, through actually, it. All full of, and that it's he all can full use. Of water. He can blood bend. He can put the water. He could. Ooh, he could. Ooh, ooh, ooh. He could take the water out of the blood into the large intestine. Give Josh a little a little case of the runs. A little bit of the, <laughs> oh no! Diarrhea, I'm shitting out of my new no! ass. Uh, this is so, so uh, not Kyle, grapefruit. 
Kyle tells Adam about what's going on with his hearing and all that stuff. Adam uh, looks at the dots and the pictures and he's like, okay, well, there's got to be a connection between that and your hearing. He then, and then uh, he's he looking sees, around, he sees the record player and he sees like, the record and he's like, this? Kyle, where did you get this? Where did he you says, get this? No, he's not Brian well, Taylor. That's how Brian someone, Taylor said it. He says, someone left it for Jesse. It was missing from the jukebox at the diner. And Adam says, have you been listening to it? He says, yeah, I listen to it all the time. I love it. It's it's my favorite 60s jam. And Adam is like, okay, we're going to listen to this song. And I want you to listen and hear if you can hear anything besides the music. They turn it on mm. it's, and, it, and it goes, she could be you, to Spiritus Dominum. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to the rack. It is worth emphasizing that Lori and Josh are at the rack for the <laughs> second time today. Wait, yeah, I didn't even think about they go to the rack so much that I that I think I've stopped my brain has stopped like noting when they're there. So they, they went yeah, to they, the rack in the morning to study and then they went back after dinner to study. Kyle fucking study sucks. Let's home. go back to the rack. Yeah. Uh they don't have any desks. Uh Lori is like, how can you even study after Andy's epic moment and then Josh goes <laughs> well you don't understand our relationship fucking sucks and she said that if I don't do good on my test she'll kill me and make me into stapler uh yep. and then uh they're like <laughs> Josh is disappointed because he didn't get to see the mad scientist who brewed up Kyle and then but, Mark walks in and he I guess I guess hey, Lori back he left his sweater, so Lori called him to the rack to pick it up, I guess. And he hands her some sheet music, and he oh said, I... She's like, oh my god, you rewrote my song? He's like, well, it wasn't really rewriting since you barely it's even wrote music to begin with, shit. so I just wrote some music to go with your lyrics. And he says, your lyrics are great. They're like, rock my world poetic and funny and unexpected. There's something remarkable about your lyricism. And then he's like, I'm so bad at writing lyrics. For I never my would mashups. have thought of rhyming Declan with what the heck, heck man. <laughs> when you do that, you know, the funny thing is when you do that, you're just complimenting me. Um, I know. Mark, Mark is like, I know when I write my mashup music, my lyrics are shit. <laughs> I never could have <laughs> Not written a lot just of mashups a- with a rich. Well, just a baby, though. I, you know what? I, I will shit say- my pants. I shot a train. Uh, listen, listen to the song Black Goblin by Drinks, D-R-Y-N-X, and you will hear uh, what I guess you could consider a mashup with original lyrics. Just a baby drinking coffee. Let <laughs> uh, me reference that last week. Yes, because we were talking Good. about how he's a funny mashup artist. Uh, this is when they oh, have right. their, their, this is, yeah, really a Fire Emblem moment where it's like, well, I'm bad at lyrics and you're good at music and you're good at me- lyrics and I'm bad at music. You so. got your peanut butter all over my sheet music. <laughs> and Lori says, well, I can write, I can help you write some lyrics if you this DJ our prom. Shit. This is the gross shit. Because then he goes, Lori Traker, high school girl. You have a deal. And then they like shake Yeah, hands. up to this point, up to this point, it's like, okay, whatever. Like, he he mentions that she's in high school, like, when it's relevant. But now between this and his thing where, he's, to, where he, he said to Alessandri, to like, uh, she may be in high school, but she's also a girl who's talking to you. Now I'm like, yeah. okay, Mark. Yeah, he says now it I'm when they're the just, he's just like, he just likes, he just likes to bring it up. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's the opposite of, I love that you're going to die before me, you old, old <laughs> professor with your huge shoulders. See, one of these things is incredibly problematic, and the other one, the old one, is just very funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Nicole walks into <laughs> Kyle's room and the song is playing. She's like, oh, what's so important about it? Adam says, well, it's not the song. It's the sounds buried behind the song. There's su- subliminal, liminal, superliminal sounds hidden beneath. And, and I do like that Adam Balin just, just like, <laughs> Nicole's like, I can't hear the sounds. And then he's like, don't feel bad, Nicole. Your puny nine-month brain could never listen to the things that Kyle can hear. Uh, also, Yeah, Adam- they're kind of conflating subliminal with, like, ultra-high frequency. Yeah, and Kyle, yeah, Kyle's like... <laughs> What if the thing that was hidden on this was, uh, what is the, what is that like? Oh, it's a, is it eye dosing? Is that what it's called? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's why Kyle's been so that's why Kyle's because been all he's eye up. high. Yeah, he's, he's eye high, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, yeah, he tells Kyle, like, the reason you're feeling so off today is because your subconscious is screaming at you to listen to what you're not hearing. And Kyle says, listen. When I got a mysterious message right that... before my screen went black with the Latinox symbol, the message said "listen." Was that <gasps> was that on the show? I don't remember it saying "listen," but that was a lot. That was like it, it did. It was okay. it was right before Amanda showed up at his window when she didn't go to the airport. Was that a uh, was that on the previously on? Because it definitely should have been if it wasn't. I think I, I think it was okay. Um, uh, Adam but yeah, I did Kyle, I did like, pull it up and I did confirm that yeah, yes, okay. it, it said "listen." I believe it. I just weirdly Adam has no thoughts on that. <laughs> No, Kyle tells him about that, and he's just like, "Well, anyway, that's great." Well, we don't know any computer geniuses who could like hack into your computer and leave you a message. No. So oh. Adam says, "Just block out all the other sounds and focus." And Kyle starts hearing a high pitched noise, and Adam says, "What what Sarah it's... and I used to do is that I I guess what he is, doesn't really explain, it, but I guess he a... was like scratching into the grooves of the yeah, record." I don't understand how making a record works, but I thought that the point is like you make the music. I mean, obviously, this wouldn't work, like, you don't, original recording, but, like, the the sound of the music scratches grooves into the record, so I don't understand how you could do that after the record has already been made, unless, like... Especially guess, when it's inside of a jukebox yeah, at a inside diner. inside a jukebox at a diner with a weird old man who's like, hey there, Cobb Salad, don't take my record, please! Uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't really know how this worked, but fucking whatever. It's fine, that, whatever. The, who cares? We got Brian Taylor left a super secret coded message in Kyle's fucking Oreos or whatever. Yeah, so so he says like Sarah and I used to modify the record to hide secret messages for each other in the music, and then we could listen to it and translate it into images, like which a... presumably means that he can translate it into an image right now, but he is still surprised when they see what the, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so Kyle and Nicole are like, oh, this must have to do with those dots that, that you're drawing when you fall asleep. Adam says, well, the dots look random individually, but if you overlay them all together and you blend the primary colors into secondary colors, it'll make a picture. And then I do like when this is very much a, this is very much like a Star Trek moment where it's like, they explain this weird fucking sci-fi nonsense. And then, uh, they're like Nicole's like that makes no sense, and then Adam's like just think of it as as a, a fax machine turning sound into text, and it's like oh okay I get it now oh that's more confusing <laughs> yeah that makes no sense um I so they're like uh, and then Nicole's like wait but who could be sending Kyle a secret message uh I and yeah she's like Kyle. didn't you say Sarah is dead and he yes. says yes she is uh, I am obsessed with the program that they use for this. It's yes. It so is like, we, they they all gather around in the living room. All of the, the traders and it Adam. It is the funniest thing. There is a. I have a screenshot in our Discord of just 
all of the Traegers, like they're watching movie night on the projector and also Lori, Adam Baylor Josh, come back from the rack. It's time to look at Kyle's drawings. It's got to look at Kyle's drawings and meet Kyle's clone dad. And he's here and he also hates. Yeah, we don't like we don't see either of them like have any sort of interaction with Adam. I don't think it's cool that they brought them here for this, especially because not because of like what like they're allowed to be in on the mystery, but but like we know that Adam Balin is very uncomfortable around other people. Can you like respect Do his we? wishes? Yeah, he says he doesn't like to be. He likes to be alone. That's his whole thing. Oh, That's I thought why that... he, he oh. likes to. He keeps to himself. That's why he like. He never was. I thought that was because he was being actively hunted down by people who want no, to kill because, him. No, because because he is like I'm not comfortable meeting your family, Kyle, just because that's how I am. And like before, the did he say were, that? Yeah, he said. I like, thought Kyle I, said that, and then well, it was, yeah, Kyle said that because that's true. Because oh. that was the whole point. I Brian thought Kyle Taylor, was just making shit up. <laughs> Brian Taylor was Adam Balin's liaison through like the scientific community because Adam was too like he just didn't. Like I thought to it was around. a matter of secrecy and safety. No, because the whole because the only reason that Adam Balin was being hunted was because of things that happened after he was an adult man doing his adult man experiments. But before that, he just wanted to keep it. He liked to be uh. on the download secret boy. Well, anyway, um, we're stalling. So Kyle says that they have scanned all four hundred and fifty of his drawings. Adam Balin showed up at night, and it was still nighttime when they did this. So they did it. Very yeah, quickly. several days later. Uh, scanning documents takes fucking forever. Four hundred and fifty. And there were they, maybe like 30 on his walls. <laughs> they're going to put them all into Microsoft PowerPoint and hold the space bar. <laughs> yes, they they have some kind of program. I guess it's, I, if I had to guess, it's probably like, a, what, like a cell animation program, I guess. Maybe, uh, maybe I don't Steven know. They're just, they're overlaying, they're not even overlaying. They haven't like made the to... white transparent. They just are putting all of them in, yes, like a slideshow. He says it's like a flip book. They're just going to go through them so quickly they, that all blend together. they will blend together uh, in your eyes. And they and do. And they, so he speeds it up, and then they're like, crank the speed up to 350%. The way that it happens line. doesn't really make any sense, no, where just, parts of they, it show up and then other parts of it show up. But the point is... do, it blends together into Latinoc with the words, I'm alive. It's fucking show, cool, Jordan. I fucking love this show. I can't believe Sarah. I'm so fun. excited. It's gonna and be Adam so says, good. Adam says, whoa, this Latinox symbol has a red stone in the middle. I gave Sarah a -a one-of-a-kind Latinox ring with a red stone. Mm. I did check, by the way, when Kyle got that message that said, listen, it was a blue stone. And we know that every detail matters, so I'm curious what that means. So Kyle says... Maybe this is like the... Maybe that's like Sarah wasn't really willing to make her existence known just yet. She needed only Kyle to get the super secret message. Mm. So Kyle says... could this be from sarah and adam says there's no way she can't be alive it is it it, we should note at this point we still don't really know know much of anything about i was expecting it to be like i saw her body or i buried her or something or like oh my god she got sucked into an airplane turbine she took a leap of faith she took a leap of faith directly into a. I swear that's what it's gonna be it's gonna be like hey remember when jesse jumped off that cliff and she survived without a fucking scratch well it turns out that sarah did the exact same thing at the exact same cliff sarah's not an x x y x x is she no she she's like an adam balin that's what I'm saying. Was she was she another? Oh oh oh! Like did was she also, did she also have like a long gestation? Because they always like talked Adam about did. they always talk about how she's like super smart and testing her abilities, and she died. And it's like, is she doing that because she's? Are they saying Jesse's like that because of her, but is unrelated to the fact yeah, that she's got gestation powers? 
Adam did. I'm pretty sure in the first episode of this season, good God, it was this season. Adam said like only, only one, one baby solved those or survived those experiments. He solved the problem. They they asked the baby to solve a problem. Right, but uh, I'm pretty sure he said only one survivor. Yeah, I, I don't think that Sarah is a magic baby, but I guess we'll figure out when we meet her. Uh, I think she probably is. She has to be if she's doing remarkable things. I'm um, very yeah. I'm very curious what that. I mean, I I hope to God that it wasn't just an oops we forgot. So Kyle uh, is back in his tub room. Uh, Adam Balin is gone now. I guess he's, he said bye bye Traeger family. Nice to meet y'all. And then Josh says, "Nice <laughs> meeting you, Adam." And then, and then All Adam right. See it, you for dinner tomorrow. See you for dinner. I'll bring that bottle of wine for you, Lori. <laughs> Just kidding. And Josh, remember grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys have a good day. Yeah, you, you see right. <laughs> so, right, so Kyle goes back to his room. He's looking at the record. Nicole is there. She's like, "I'm I'm glad we figured out what was going on today." Kyle says, oh, by the way, happy anniversary. I'm so sorry I screwed everything up. And, and she's Nicole's like, well, like, you actually, made it a memorable like, one. If nothing else, you absolute yeah. fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> she's, and he's like, how did you like meeting Adam? And then she says, well, I had some anxiety about him coming around. And Kyle says, well, you're both an important part of my life. And then Nicole says, no, you need to simplify your life. So you got to choose. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you got to cut us out, Kyle. She says, like, you'll find a way for us all to coexist. Uh, and yeah. then Kyle says, like, well, why are you so anxious? And Nicole says, because Adam left you, he was like, tasked the Traegers with preparing Kyle for his, for his uh, higher purpose in ar- architecture carpentry school. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, what if they're not good enough? What if they need a magical Gagu gunman to teach Kyle how to climb good walls? Which they do. They do. Uh, and I Kyle says, well, Nicole, every yeah. doctor knows when you need to call in a specialist. And no, that's what Ky- you did. Kyle Foss is the specialist. <laughs> Foss is the doctor and Adam is the specialist. The The Traegers are the fucking reception room where Kyle waits <laughs> until the two people who know what they're doing can come in. No offense. Yeah. So Nicole says, uh, well, Kyle, you're, I, you're, you're so special. I don't always know how to handle every situation that you bring to the table. And Kyle's like, well... I think you are special enough to know exactly what I need. And then the doorbell rings and Nicole says, ugh, more people. I thought it was Sarah for a second, but no, it's Carol Bloom. Boo. <laughs> it's, it's Sarah and she's floating. She's moaning like a ghost because she's a ghost. That'd be, can you fucking imagine if they opened the door and it was a literal ghost? Yeah, we already it's got a Carol time. Where they, hey, Sam, we already got a time where they opened the door and it was a ghost. And you refused to play with that bit with me. You hated that bit. Right. Like didn't think right. Right. That's right. True. So, uh, Carol is like, hey, uh, Amanda said you were coming down with something. You look fine. And Kyle's like, oh, I was just tired. Don't worry. She's like, I fucking wasn't. I was hoping you would be dead. Uh, he says, oh, did I do something wrong? And she's like, well, Kyle, the truth is when Amanda came home, she played the piano and she hasn't touched her piano since she came back from New York. And I really love hearing her play. And That's why I sold her piano the- that one time. And that's why I sold her piano, because that's how much I love hearing her play, that it's like, oh, I shouldn't get to enjoy this all the time. That's too much of a good thing. <laughs> She'd only be allowed to play the piano once per piano, and then I'd get rid of it. Uh, <laughs> she Carol's says, like, yeah, yeah you, you're the only thing that was able to get her playing again, so thank you. And she says, Kyle, I'll make an effort to be less wary of you, even though you did come from a juvenile detention center. And then Kyle's like... Lest we forget, yeah. he came from a juvenile detention center... Because he was lost and disoriented, and, and the police arrested him for no fucking reason. Well, he was naked. To be fair, he was he was doing there. There he was, was covered there was, with slime. He was covered with censorship. <laughs> slime, slime is slime is cl- clear. Slime is clothing. Uh, Kyle is like. Uh, by the way, Miss Miss Bloom, uh, 
it would be an honor if I took your giraffe to the prom. And then Carol says, well, I guess I suppose I'll think about it. And then she turns around and immediately goes, yes, but don't you ever strong arm me like that again, young man. And then gives a good smile. We love Carol Bloom, our fucking funny, good now. I'm sure this is going to last and she's not going to go right back to being the worst the second she she has a problem with Kyle for any reason. She funny, funny neighbor. Funny. Funny so Kyle, neighbor. funny neighbor. Kyle then is in the kitchen. Uh, Josh Homophobe. is about to eat. Josh is about to eat uh, Stephen's ceviche, and you see a red dot appear on his forehead. <laughs> and he puts the spoon down. Uh, and Josh is like, "Hey, your brain's good again. I'm so glad that I got my special brother back. I love you again for some reason." Yeah, and that's basically yeah. what the scene is. It's and then uh, there is like there is a heartfelt moment in here where Josh is like, "Thanks for <laughs> thanks for helping me in a material way by curing my girlfriend's cancer." Yeah, uh, Jordan, he's good now, and I'm sure this will last, and he won't go right back to being now. the worst. He the good, he has a he problem good with Kyle for scene. any reason. Yeah, and he, I mean the whole thing is that there's a heartfelt moment because Josh is glad that Kyle can help with him with his homework again. Yay! And he and that his girlfriend doesn't have cancer because Kyle gave her a good hug. Yay! Uh, yeah, so Josh is like, say what you want, but I know that you helped her. And then everyone comes in, they gather around for Stephen's special dinner, which it turns out is a sauce and a bucket of bread. The dipping for dipping and also mm. frizzled, frizzled leeks, frizzled leeks. Hillary, mm, what is dinner? F- no, it's there. It's just the no, sauce. I know. I mean, you know, if someone gave me a delicious sauce and a uh, and, to, and some bread to dip it in. I probably would eat enough that I'd be full for dinner. So what you're saying is that you would just like some nice bread and some cheese. <laughs> yes. Oh, frizzled leeks are a real thing. Huh. I didn't know that. I mean, I didn't either, but I assumed I assumed that Hillary didn't just make up a term. It just seemed, no, it just well, seemed like a fake thing. That, you know, she I mean, does do that well, a lot. Yeah, yeah I, I was just going to say, what the fuck She invented the word about? frenemy. Frenemy. She invented the word agro-flirting. Yeah, uh, so jo- uh, uh, Kyle is guts. like, he's narrating. He's like, I wasn't able to help everyone who needed me. But we all stepped up and made it through the day together. I, I, what I failed to realize was that what we all really needed was each other. Happy dinner. Happy dinner. Uh, so this is the moral of this episode. See, I, I went through like multiple brain, brain moments of this episode because what I thought at first was like, oh, these, they're taking advantage of Kyle. They, they should be appreciating him for his inherent qualities and not what he can do for them. And then I was like, oh, but as the episode goes on, and I thought this was, was like, all right, as a, as a plot point of like, they realized they didn't need Kyle, like it, it, in, in a good way. Like they don't need, they don't need to rely on Kyle because they have each other. They all have their own unique skills that are beneficial to each other. And it's as a group of friends, they all make each other's lives better. Like Hillary is, and Steven are great friends because she can cook and he can do trigonometry. Josh is a great friend to Declan because he can give Declan the good video of Lori that he has. Uh, Jesse is a good friend for Josh because she's smart and makes him, tortures him, and that's what he deserves. deserves. Andy benefits the whole family by giving them uh, good vibes from the fact that she's in remission and having a hug montage. Uh, But no, I guess the the moral is... uh, 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 Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's always been one of the things with Kyle XY is like, it doesn't really land when, like, every episode they do, like, the opening monologue, not monologue, like, monologue. the opening narration and the closing narration, and they try to, like, give it a theme and tie it up with a nice little bow. I would say that that lands, uh, 
never. I don't think it's ever no. landed. Spring Once. cleaning is a time to take stock in who you are. But you know, we, we accept time? these things about our favorite show, Kyle XY. It's we love Kyle it's. XY. We, it has problems, but we like it. That could be a moral of an episode. Sometimes a TV show, you love it, but you also have problems with it, and that's okay. You know, Jordan? Yeah. I have the great honor this week of giving out the award for Star Traeger. This week, I, you know, it takes a village to make a sauce, but it mostly yeah, it takes, takes a lot to make a stew. I was going to say. And I, I don't think literal, there's anyone else I could possibly give this award to this literal, week. In the most literal Star Traeger of them all, she basically is the star baker of this episode. Star Traeger, it's, I mean. It's the, the only time that she is ever likable is, is when, when she cooking. is being incredibly good at cooking. And when like, she is, it's... it's it's she's nice, nice it's and fine. helpful, and it's fun. It's it's, it's like she's an entirely different person when food is involved, and it's only happened twice. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, she is not the same person when she's talking about food, so I guess that she needs to become a cook so she can be a good person all the time. Um, but instead, she's going to become a I'm news gonna, whatever. I'm gonna be on a reality cooking show, and no one's gonna like me because I'm not gonna be causing any drama. I'm just gonna. Be I'm going to friend. be a professionally <laughs> on TV. The, this is the funniest outcome: is that Hillary gets cast on like a reality cooking show, and she's just super nice and friendly and very boring. For I'm the here show. to make friends yeah. and ceviche. I'm here to make friends and sous vide, and I'm all out of resealable vacuum bags. So Hillary, if any of my uh, good friends can hand me one from Hillary, the shelf over there, I'm that sorry. would be great. Hillary, this is just not good TV. This isn't working. We're going to have to take you off the show. I'm very sorry. <laughs> um, and I guess I have the incredible honor this week of announcing <laughs> the shit Traeger. Oh, choices, choices, choices. Who's it going to be? I, I think I'm, I can guess. I hmm, let me think about it. Hold on. I mean, I now see when you do this. Now you put me on the spot because now I feel like there's a right answer, and I don't. I mean, I've already forgotten. Jordan, just so you know, every single listener is currently screaming at their whatever they're listening to this on. <laughs> I'm, I'm like going through my head. Oh, it's. I mean, it's Mark to me. That sucks. No, like, who is it? Just kidding. It's Mark. Okay. <laughs> High school girl. Oh! I love you, high school girl. Oh my god, I love you, alive woman. <laughs> You're alive, and that's a problem, because I wish you were closer to death, because that would I'm be even now. older than me. Oh. I love that this is a new a new fetish that, that Kylex Y invented. What did they say last week? I want to lick his crow's feet. It, it's I he's got his, those cute his, little laugh wrinkles i just want to lick, lick him. him jesus Christ, i've never seen a professor Kyle. with shoulders like that oh my god that's just it's if, if she had said like i want steven to vore me and just digest me slowly <laughs> in his big ex, big distended belly i'd be like that's fine i want to lick <laughs> his fucking wrinkles gross gross um I want Steven to shop for Wonder Brad. Um, uh, we have a Twitter, by the way. Uh, oh wait, no, you've do, got. Are you've we got, are we going to talk your... about what you just said? Which one? Which thing? The the things that you would be okay with. I mean, I'd be okay with that in comparison to them doing the gross shit that they did on the show. 
At least mm. that's something I've heard of before. Wrinkle licking is not something I've heard of before. That makes me very unhappy. These writers are pioneering new fetishes, and you're just like, uh, can we just can we just do can a just go, instead? Can we just have Kyle getting sloppy with it? I don't like, want to read these goofs, Jordan. Sam, you committed. There's only 13 episodes left of Kyle it, This is you so long, and I don't even know what they're talking now. about. You did this! You did this to yourself! So the f- the first one is one that I noticed in the moment of that uh, that they were like, oh, Kyle looks like Adam Balin. That's weird. But <laughs> Wait a minute. We- hold on. I need, to, I need to put you on blast for a second. Me, when I ask, hey, can I start introing the episodes uh, alternating? No. Well, we already went so far into the show without uh, stopping it. Uh, so no. Uh, me, what, or Sam, I don't want to do goofs anymore, but there's only 13 episodes left, but we've been doing them. Ah, it's fine. They're not funny. Fuck you. Right, well, there's a difference between a segment and introing the episode, which is a very important job that only I can do. Absolutely no difference between it, but okay. I just want all of our listeners to know that this is this is how it is. This is how it has to be, apparently. So, all right, here's this goof that you want so badly. I'm gonna I, read it. I don't want it. At I'm gonna all. read every fucking word of it, so shut Good. the hell up. This is your fault. When Kyle is sleepwalking in the kitchen, he tells Stephen and Nicole that he's out of wavelength 640 to 750 nanometers, meaning that he's out of red. However, the entire visible spectrum is only about 300 to 350 nanometers wide, and the 110 nanometer band that he claims to need would range from the beginning of the red spectrum all the way to infrared. A much more likely wavelength band for the red that he needs would be something along the lines of 670 to 690 nanometers a much smaller and more single color specific wavelength band. That makes sense to me. I mean, I, I mean, it's not, fuck that. Like, fuck you for writing that and fuck you okay, for reading it, Sam. The re- but like, I, I looked up, a, like, when he was, when he was first saying, wave, nanometer, blah, blah, blah. I was looking up what that translated to. That of course, right? then it turned out to be red. And I found oh, a so lot the- of tables of wavelengths and none of them matched what this person was saying and oh, all okay, of them so matched the person, what Kyle said. <laughs> the person was wrong. <laughs> So, okay. yeah, I don't know what the fuck this person is talking about. Why would that be something you're so boldly claiming to know about when it's something easily accessible from online? That's my <laughs> and question. And you're wrong. And you're wrong. Like, like it's not like they looked it up and saw it. Well, Zero of One found this interesting, so. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do some questions, shall we? Yes, please. We have a Twitter at Bros on Twitter. That's us. We're the Podding Bros. That's our last name. Uh, you can look for uh, our question post every week. Sam makes a big funny post with a big funny screenshot. So good. <laughs> so funny. Leave a comment and we'll it's, answer It's as question. big as a tweet will allow. It's as big as the crop will let you get. And uh, and uh, it'll take up your whole it'll take up your whole feed, just like when Sam fucked with the HTML on Tumblr one time. Um, and uh, here is our questions for the week. Our first question is from friend of the show, Dan. It's at Bigger Challenge on Twitter. If Kyle XY could have one celebrity chef, past or present, on as a guest star, who would you want it to be? I hate celebrity chefs for the most part. So, mm. like, if you're a celebrity chef, then I don't... Just, just, that's not no good. I, I enjoy Gordon Ramsay. I fucking hate Gordon Ramsay. I would never he's, want him to ruin He's entertaining on television. Uh, but the real I, answer to this... I mean, I've I've talked about my favorite uh, cooking show, Sweet Genius. Oh my god! If that guy was on, Ron Ben Israel, Kyle, bring him on you here. Are a sweet genius. 
That man gestated for his entire life. He's gestating right now as we speak. Kyle Kyle is, he is pretty sweet and he's a genius. So he is literally a sweet genius. Your new mandatory ingredient, scrubbing powder. Your new mandatory ingredient, (laughs) name brand sour candy. Name brand sour candies. Also known as... After, after we do Kylex Y, maybe we need to do a podcast about Sweet Jesus. <laughs> we don't. I know. Um, I, I'm pretty sure it's unfindable in 2021 anyway. Uh, I'm not a celebrity, but I just... I, uh, Chef John, because I like to see him and I like to hear him talk. Uh, here's one from friend of the show, at Dragon Smoocher, number one Edelgard Stan on Twitter, who says, What food do you love so much that you would commit violence in its name? Hmm. I wouldn't mm. usually commit violence for anything, but for the sake of the question, what is a food so good you would commit violence for? <sighs> That's tough. Well, a lot of food is made with slavery, so I guess though all of those foods. But I'm not personally committing it, but consuming a product is... The, the, way you, the way you answer that question, it sounds like you're saying to defend it. <laughs> I will uphold slavery to keep it to keep Nestle, my I may not agree with how you produce your products, but I, I love, will defend to other people's death the right I for love, you to do it. I love palm oil and the ways that we produce it. Um Man, no. I don't know. What is my favorite food? Uh, this isn't a favorite food though, but like one time you know, I would okay, here's what I will say. I would I would commit violence to and this isn't exactly the answer, but this is what I'm going to say. I, I, If I committed an act of, of violence, maybe unspeakable violence, maybe a crime such as murder, um, and I'm not confessing to anything on the podcast, um, but if I did a crime of violence and in that moment every single subway turned into a Quiznos, I would do it. <laughs> uh, no, you know what? Okay. So yeah. I live in a place where I can't get this. Oh. So better not be in and out. I would commit murder most foul for a double double animal style with animal fries from in and out burger it's really funny because everyone i know who who uh lives where in and out is accessible like like me and people i know and people who are in california are like yeah it's fine it's good i like it it's fine uh and then people i don't know i i don't think i think in and out is fine but it's always got a really long line and it's cheap and it's it's fine it's good it's better than mcdonald's uh, but I get why you would want to kill someone for a double-double animal style. Uh, I, I mean, I, 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 I'm thinking, I'm imagining doing that right now. That is, a, who would you kill and would it be me? I'm, you're the one talking shit about In-N-Out right now. I just, I just, it's good, it's good, it's just, I, I just, it's just, you know, it's just another place to eat at. It's just another place to eat at. Not for me, it's not, because I can't, because uh, it's not here. Uh, um... Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I I lived near an In and Out for a long time, and I it never I never got tired of it. I when I I used to go into the line at In and Out, and I would put my phone on the dashboard, and I put on an episode. Sorry, but I put on an episode of Last Week Tonight. This is a few years ago. I probably wouldn't do this anymore. I put on an episode of Last Week Tonight to just watch while I was sitting in line, and I would watch like the whole the whole big segment, and then I would be out of the drive thru. That's how long it would take. <laughs> I'm not even joking. That's true. Here's my In and Out story. Okay. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is this is meaningless to anyone who doesn't live on it where an In and Out is available. You skip all this. But what I is, was in what college. You were in college, and I, uh, <laughs> I should say that a lot of a lot of my decision making process here was influenced by anxiety. 
So, like, I didn't really understand how the, like, local public transit on campus worked. Oh, my God. And I was, like, scared to try it. Yeah, so I, I get it. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I will simply walk to In-N-Out. It's it's not that far, I oh, thought. It's that, it's that far. That's sprawl. It was an incredibly hot summer day oh, in Arizona. Oh, Sam, in Arizona in the summer during the day? Sun beating down on me oh as I God. walked probably like, it was probably like a half hour walk. Why didn't you have a fucking bike? I don't know how to ride a bike. Oh, right. I forgot about that. I forgot you know how to ride a bike. I never Never learned. Uh, I got to In-N-Out. I got my delicious food. uh, And I don't remember exactly how it happened. I think they like spilled some of the, the spread, that saucy spread, like onto the tray or something. But when I picked up the tray, I got this extremely searing hot spread on my hand and it oh. burned really bad. Why is the spread it? Wait, why do they have a hot? Why is the spread hot? I didn't know. That's so weird. I, I don't I don't remember exactly what the, the setup was that burned my hand. But but yeah, so I ate my delicious food and I loved every second of it. But my hand was fucking in such bad pain. And on my way back, I just filled like a cup with some ice water and I just res- I began this long trek back to my dorm in the in the searing God. heat with the sun and my fucking like I, it was like my like, two fingers I, just like burning I like I know where your dorm was and that walk is so fucking long why It was did a you long walk Do that Oh my because God. I was like I I don't know how bus work if I, if I try lot. to get on the bus, I'll mess up and everyone will make fun of me. Here's one from friend of the show and honorary trigger at Hindsight T. It's our friend Helga who says, Considering the plot of the episode, more like Kyle YCBCR, am I right? Is that a computer joke or like a color joke or what is that? I, I think that, that that's... Is it a pigment color? Is this like I know a there's like joke? CMYK. I think it's something like that. It's, some, too, it's something too, color related, perhaps with too, printers. You're too smart and knowledgeable for us, Helga. I don't get. We don't <laughs> get it. it. I'm so sorry. What was it? It was YCBCR. YCBCR is a family of color spaces used as a part of the color image pipeline in video and digital photography systems. Huh. Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey. yeah. Here's one from friend of the show. I I I I I'm look. I'm literally looking at like a visual diagram of it, and I feel like I'm looking at something from another universe. What the fuck see. is this? I want to see this. Yeah. Here, oh my this god. Is a, yeah. A what visualization of YCBCR color space. I will post this. There are four corners to each day: morning, noon, evening. It, night. it honest. It kind of honestly looks like some time cube shit. Oh, it's it not does. animating. That's okay. I, I'm looking at it right now. What the fuck? <laughs> Only Kyle could understand this. <laughs> I'm sure this makes a lot of sense if you know what this means. I, I, I'm sure it's just some kind of something or other. But, I, uh, I do feel like I'm looking at Time Cube right now. Yeah, it does kind of look like Time Cube. Uh, Socrates, Jesus, <laughs> Bill Clinton. Uh, so here's one from friend of the show, Nick Arvern, uh, at Nick Arvern on Twitter. I don't know why I said that twice. Hey, why is Jesse dominating Josh in this? Doming Josh in this one? I did. I was thinking that when I was watching it, but I didn't want to say it because that's gross. Shout, shout out to Nick, by the way, one of the people who is making this beautiful journey along with us. Yes. Uh, why was Why was Jesse doming Josh? 
Because Why? it's what he deserves. Because it's what he's... Des- well, yeah, it is what he deserves. But, like, as only if he doesn't like it. Which he doesn't. Which he doesn't. Although we say that, his girlfriend is constantly threatening to kill him. Yeah, I don't want to talk about this anymore. It's making me uncomfortable. Dijon Dujour. Hello, Dijon. Friend of the show. Uh, at Dijon Dujour on Twitter with an underscore in there. He says, you go on Iron Chef America. Uh-oh. And the secret ingredient is sour patched children which is not what it's called so we can say it on the show what three dishes do you present to the judges oh god (laughs) this is such a hard question because i'm like trying to think in my brain on what you could do with sour because like the the only thing i can think of is like melt them down and like make them into a tangy saucy kind of you could scrape off the sour yeah that's the other thing is take the sour sour sugar whatever the fuck that's called i think it's just like crystals of sugar and citric acid I think Honestly, like, if you just, like, scraped that stuff off of a Sour Patch Kid and you, like, sprinkled a nice sprinkled salad yeah, with like it, that a, could be good. Like, as a finishing seasoning. Yeah, like, a... you got your, you got a salad with, like, some craisins in it and some, like, a little dusting of that sweet sour sugar. What would be good? Yeah, we're talking sugar and citric acid, so what's good, sweet, and tangy? Maybe on some, like, chicken that would be pretty good, maybe? Mm. I don't know. Like, a little tangy. An extreme orange chicken. <laughs> what I would do, I'd... St- Stuff a bunch of Sour Patch Kids in a roast turkey <laughs> so that oh, as they cook, it melts. God. The sugar melts into a that, fucking sugar I'm and it gets fucking in. puke. That's the worst thing in, you've ever said. And you said. bite in and it's all congealed into one oh, big piece. Oh, God. Also, it's fucking boiling hot sugar as you bite in. It oozes yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, I guess Dijon didn't say you had to try to win. <laughs> I'm trying to prank the shit out of the hosts that the judges on top. I'm here to make a name for myself, not win. I would hit that. So that'd be my first dish. Um, my, <laughs> my literally all that's coming to mind is scrape off the powder and sprinkle yeah, that it onto seems, I mean, you probably could just use the powder at the bottom of the bag. I'm sure that's in there. But, um, then oh, my other God. dish would be oh. a, a dessert and it would just be one Sour Patch Kid on a big, oh, I'm sorry. I said it on a big white you flat round, a flat white plate, like a French, like a French bistro. Uh, and I'd put a little dollop of uh, caviar on top and that'd be what if you 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 slice them up into these very thin slices and you sort of assemble them into like a nice like a nice patchatouille or something oh patchatouille like with a mandolin and you're just slicing torturing these little children shing 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 as you're cutting them thin into slices yeah, I'm, like I'm on making jojo it hurt. <laughs> i'm making i'm making the other kids watch as i do i it. want them to feel it I my other mental image is just Sam close your eyes and visualize a bunch of spicy tangy children on a skewer on a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> that I I don't know like with an I don't know Sam I don't think you understand that nothing you can do to these is not going to cause a problem because it's just like sugar and probably like gelatin and other stuff. Like yeah, that, I, right? I, I let, it's I need to, let me rephrase that. That was not an I don't know. Maybe that would be good. That was an I don't know. What would happen? I think it would melt. Would they it melt? Would, become, would they get yes. like a nice char? I, th- oh, I mean, it's got sugar in it. The sugar would burn. Right. Well, I'm thinking about like a when you roast a marshmallow and it get it it gets like tough and and cooked on the outside but soft on the inside. So I think would it do that? Probably. I think not. if you I think if you heat it, I think if you go low and slow, <laughs> put a bunch of sour patch kids in a in a slow cooker or maybe <laughs> in a Dutch oven braising and some braising liquid, which would be sous vide uh, patch kids. Sous vide patch kids. Yes, I could. I could do that. I, I I could do that. Maybe I'll do that. Jordan. Yeah. I have long said 
that if this podcast results in anyone buying a bag of Sour Patch <laughs> no, Kids... No, 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 I won't buy... Sorry, let me let me correct. I will not buy those. I will buy a different brand of Sour Candy, and I will put it in a bag, and I will sous vide it and see what happens. And the answer is probably not much, because sugar is kind of odd. Sugar's weird. I don't know what would happen if you did that. Like, what would happen For some you... weird reason, sous vide a Sour Patch Kid does not make a delicious no, would... dinner. <laughs> you give the bag you give the vacuum sealed bag full of sour patch or like liquefaction to the to the 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 judges and you're like i i don't know you gave me sour patch kids what am i supposed to do with this i am this is disgusting this is sickening and then hillary's there and she's like i have glazed sour patch kids on a bed of polenta with creamy tangy sauce and frazzled leeks and they eat it this they're like None of these flavors work together. It's it's it tastes it's be- beautifully seasoned chicken, delicious polenta. It's so good. The texture is luscious and and, and incredible. The sour patch kids do not work in this, and it's like yeah, Hillary, I know your, your lyrics are beautiful, but the composition. Some <laughs> your work. lyrics are beautiful, but also when I when I bite this delicious fillet, this butter. It's very derivative. There's there's sour patch kids inside of it, and I don't I don't Which like is that. A- yeah, I just, just like the the oh, judges on oh, whatever cooking oh. show, just like the Sour Patch Kids are a real problem for me. Dijon, Dijon, if you're listening, get real fucking molecular gastronomy pretentious bullshit with it. Put some Sour Patch Kids in a syringe and like put them in a balloon and then cover that balloon in like some <laughs> some prosciutto. And then why do they need to it? be in a syringe to be put into a balloon? I don't fucking know. And then you fucking make little Sour Patch spheres, like Sour Patch caviar, and you put it on top of the prosciutto sphere orb, and you crack why, it open. Why, why and now you, you have a Sour Patch... You have, yeah, so you have a Sour Patch fetus in your prosciutto womb, and it comes out... Yeah? What if you... And then you have to raise the Sour Patch kid as your own... You could probably make like a nice, like a nice, like a nice sorbet. I don't know if you could though. Sorbet patch kids. I don't know if you could though because well, like, I do know if you could. And the you sorbet could. sorbet is is like pureed fruit. Oh, okay, if you make a sour patch puree, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, 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 are yeah, you yeah, telling yeah. me that these Wait. candies are not basically just fruit? <laughs> no, no, hold on, hold on. So you take high powered blender, sour patch kids. Smoothie machine, but go on. <laughs> so I just use a knife. Um, and you gently stream in some uh, fruit juice. Let's just say whatever fruit juice we're, we're working with here. I don't know, like <laughs> like Hawaiian punch. And you stream it in as you blend it up to make a fine puree. Mix it in with uh, – and you churn it like in a in an ice cream machine, right? Beautiful sour patch sorbet prosciutto on top. <laughs> And a birthday candle to celebrate. And then I kill you. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I kill you, and that turns every- And they every, give me some in and out I, I kill you, and that turns every single subway into a Quiznos, and the, and the ritual has been completed. <laughs> oh, God. Do we have any more questions? That's it. Thank you all you for You can find us on Twitter at Potting Bros. I am at Posy Stress. Jordan is at Bradipus Rex. We have a Discord server where we talk about- We talk about- Lots of things. Uh, we watched some Secret Life of the American Teenager. We streamed the other day. It was really bad. We all had a shit time, and I hated it. 
Um, we do uh, <laughs> so come and join us. We do weekly fanfic readings at, for, on Saturdays at three thirty Pacific time, six thirty Eastern. It's really fun. Uh, the last one we read was very psychically damaging i'm not doing anything to make this discord server sound fun i'm just saying that it all sucks and it's painful and it hurts you have a bad time and then we all punch ourselves we have in the some face really please good, join hey, today at the very least come in if you got discord nitro you'll get access to our gagu tom foss emojis smile xy <laughs> emojis fucking grapefruit josh traeger emojis. we have kyle we have nude kyle when he was covered in slime nude kyle in the pilot. wrapped up and curled up we have all these good kyle oh and we also have a oh shit i was gonna make a really funny joke damn it oh shit i was gonna make a joke on the episode where when andy is hugging all the people there's a, it it turns to kyle and he goes booyah that's the kizzle dizzle and then that would have been really funny but i forgot well we'll to see it. maybe maybe i'll edit this <laughs> into that part both of you to try uh but yeah it's all fun great emojis uh good good times uh someone made a picture of uh the the head doctor from jojo part eight and he's talking about the grapefruit which is really funny uh, i didn't understand like, it but it's well yeah no one understands people who read jojo part eight don't understand jojo part i'll, I'll eight, understand so. that when they adapt part eight into an anime and <laughs> they never years. will yeah <laughs> never but wait is, is is part eight the one that's going now part eight is the one that has been going on since for 10 years now okay yeah so uh never <laughs> part eight has been going on since for it started in 2011 jesus christ i know uh we're on patreon patreon.com slash potting bros where one dollar gets you a mildly special discord role marking you as a beechwood bison that's new it gets you all of our bonus content we got fan fiction readings for secret life and for kyle xy we have the circle jerk series where we watched the same episode of secret life 10 weeks in a row and melted our brains real bad we got the Grant High School Exchange program where we watch different high school teen movies like Grease 2 and High School Musical 2 and 3 and 1. Those are all very good. You get all that for just a dollar on Patreon.com slash Potting Bros. It's worth it, I promise. Wink. Wink. But really. $5 gets you a pretty special Discord role marking you as a Beachwood pirate. <laughs> yar. Yar. <laughs> yar. Yar. It also gets you a shout out in the podcast, and you can send us a message that we will read in Ben voice, ASMR optional, Kyle voice, ASMR mandatory, Josh voice, ASMR illegal, Steppenwolf voice, ASMR impossible, any voice. We'll do any it. Voice. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, $10 gets you all that plus an incredibly special Discord role marking you as an honorary Traeger, which lets you listen to the podcast live while we record it. I swear to God, we'll do it. True. We record an episode every week is why uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is why you're able to listen to us right now because yeah. we recorded an episode this week. We're recording this episode right now. We're doing it. Thank you to our 10 and $5 subscribers, Destry Hawk, H. Cabe, Colby, Valerie W., Colin Paget, Arnold, Dan Mike Dawson, Silva, Dr. B. Dandy, Grass Dragon, Helga K., Stephanie Karen, and Tasty Sea Sponge. Thank you. Thank you. All. Woo. A lot. Thank you. We have a message this week, Jordan. Yeah. It's my turn. It's turn to read. It's from Dan. Thanks, Dan. It's Kyle voice. Oh, boy. However, Amanda, Flareon is the only fully evolved fire type that cannot learn Solar Beam. Yeah, I'm working on a medley of all 17 Pokemon theme songs. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't not fuck this guy. Uh, eight, eight legs? Seven vaginas. Maybe more. <laughs> We're on Apple Podcasts if you want to leave us a nice review. Thank you. Yeah. We're hosted on noisepace.xyz. 
the home of podcasts like Video Game the Movie the Podcast. Thanks, Dan. Great podcast. Uh, as is Sonic Shuffle, another podcast. Wow, cool robot about Gundam. Pot of Greed about Yu-Gi-Oh. There's uh, Element of P about Elementary. There's my other podcast, Zero to Zero, that Val and Giga and I do. We do it about it was Who Wants to Be a Superhero for the beginning, and then it was about the Snyder Cup, but now it's Batman v Superman, a movie. And you like it. Um, and you can listen to my other two podcasts about one of them is called Cybers Only. It's about video game music and it's great. And we're doing, uh, we're doing that episode isn't out yet. So, but we're doing Nino Kuni 2 next week and no one's going to listen to it because that's, that's a pick for us. Um, and then we're going to talk, uh, and then we're doing Kamarosha Radio. That's another podcast I do. It's about Yakuza. It's about Yakuza the video games. Nanny. 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 Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho. Uh, you can also listen to our previous podcast before this called Jurgen about the secret life of the American oh, teenager. God. I don't, I honest to God, don't know if anyone is listening to this who didn't listen to that, but just saying. If you're, if you're, if you're joining and you don't know who Ken Fields is and why we're mad when we talk about him, <laughs> listen to Jurgen it. All your answers also, can be found there. We are both on extra credit at T-H-E-F-M-I-N dot U-S. The adult baby screenplay readings are rolling on. Act two is out now. Yeah. And... Act three's coming. We have recorded Act three, and I'm very excited. You for liked that. my, you liked my. That reminds me. Voice. Uh, yeah. I was also on uh, Nightmare and Era, celebrating oh, episode, Jeff July. That episode was so with good, a, a reading of the 2015 Jeff the Killer rewrite. When when Jeff is talking about like, or Lou is talking about like, you said you touched a boob and kissed her until her parents came home. I was just thinking like. Hey, my little brother Lou! Oh, God. <laughs> I hope I don't ever get bleach on my face! Good Lord of the Rings, go to sleep! Go to sleep! <laughs> Josh, the, <laughs> Jossum the killer. Oh, no. Uh, uh, is that it? I think we're, I think we're all I all think set. that's it. Yeah. Well, until next oh. week, good luck on your placement exams. Good luck on your placement exams, and as always, Kylex, bye! Kylex, bye! I think I'm a clone.